0: Like, he's he's shooting a fucking interview, dog. You know what I mean? Like, who can get press in a oh, fucking shit, job, I dog? Think, I, think we're we're we're
1: a good job. I mean, what, what are you good at, bro?
0: Everything. Everything. Oh, shit, we lied. Everything Hold on. But let's take it over to the, let's put it this, <laughs> let's send it over to the motherfucking goon squad fucking uh, nosebleed seats. Whoa.
2: Hola, hola, hola. Saludos. Buenas tardes, amigos. Saluda Azul. The Hoodstocks Y los invitamos a que opriman El like y suscríbanse A nuestro canal Y fierro
3: Gracias.
0: Yeah baby There we go, there we go I like that shit Let's pop back over to here real quick Let's get this shit cracking dog Don't play with this shit Let's go It's game time baby On a Thursday evening Like, subscribe, slap your baby mama She got that sir, dumb sir, look, look on her face again Countless battles, I walk with no shadow. Yeah. Desert in sandal, the ghost with the candle. King of all crowns, rip the rattle off serpents. Blood, I thirst since I am the worst. Ah. All your footsteps, you have no footprint. I am the surface, you worthless purpose. The moon, the stars, I'm connected to darkness. Heads of marksmen, I've hunted the farthest. Village of troops, monolith the roofs. Black Sunday service with Holocaust roots. Kabbalah, black magic, and balas. these AKs and hollows will leave you forgotten. Woo. This bottomless season, you lose. Looking for me, Mussolini, Godavi, the world cannot stop me? I'm legend, remember me. Gifted since birth, you were delivered in a hearse. Your mother and your father trade your soul for a curse. I'm a soldier, coming at you like a locomotive. Woo! Never knew i never navigate the culture. Woo! Service at the tabernacle potion. The devil made my father, lit a spirit set beside me. My mother was a slave to three witches on the island. Ever cheat death? Ever wake up and can't catch one breath? Master of obstacles, Nostradamus. I structure the continent, the director of opera. I swing my arms, I move the seas. I change the weather, 500 degrees. The god of chaos, I shed no pity. Come over for the chaos. Hey, kitty. kitty. The ruler of your conscience, yeah. In your head, I'm a monster. Take control of all your options. Yeah. There's no way you gonna stop this. Yeah, yeah, you stop Yeah. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. So goddamn funny, guys. <laughs> Tired of pain. For your herb, hit up East L.A. Exotics. They specialize in bringing the finest herb and cannabis products at an unheard of low price. Check them out. They're located at 6009 East Olympic Boulevard in East Los Angeles. Or you can check them out on IG at eastla.exotics. Or (laughs) you can call them up right now. 562-713-6484. Hoodstocks is also sponsored. By Origin Bakery Equipment, your one-stop shop for all your bakery and restaurant equipment needs. Home-based to wholesale commercial bakeries, new and used. Follow them on Instagram, Origin Bakery Equipment LLC. And they spell Origin O-R-I-G-E-N, Bakery Equipment LLC. Or (laughs) you can pull up on them. They're in South Omani, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. You can pull up on them with a spatula in your hand. Hold it like it's a strap or something. Okay, never mind. Uh, Don't do that. They're located at 10441 Rush Street, South Almani. And we're also sponsored by FB County USA. Uh, Punch in promo code Hoodstocks. And it's going to get you a discount, baby. Yes, sir. All right. This evening's guest has been out for 34 days. Hold on real quick, dog. Hold up real quick. This evening's guest has been out for 34. Four days after serving 29 years straight. God damn it. Out of Valley, everybody give it up for Brian Lonely James, baby. Let's go. Welcome home, my Jay. Welcome home, brother. God damn it. It's a long vacation, homie. It is. Shit, where'd you go, dog? Travel, did you go around the world, dog? Yeah, what I do mean? Gated community. <laughs> gated community. Fuck, bro, twenty nine. You've been a, you've been out. For, you know, bro. We've had a lot of dudes that were serving life and stretches and all the above, bro. When it comes to that genre of stuff, right? And um, some of the most of the dudes have been out maybe for like a year, six months, two years, bro. You are fresh out thirty four fucking days, and you're still in a halfway house. Is that correct?
4: Yeah, so, I'm in a halfway house in downtown L. A.
1: Uh,
4: at a stage in my life where traffic and laundry are still fun. Just, you know, early
0: stages of parole. 100%, brother. <laughs> yeah. Traffic and laundry, bro. <laughs> that's still fun. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, bro. Some people that doesn't really register with their mind, but that's good. Because that means you've never been in this man's shoes, yeah. right? That's a good thing. But enjoy this story right here, because this is real life. This, is, this isn't a movie. I mean, we can turn it into a movie probably a lot of these podcasts, But this is a real life story from a real individual that's been out 34 days. I I mean, I don't know why if I'm stressing it a little too much, dog. But to me, dog, that shit is crazy. 34 days out where he said traffic and laundry is fun. A point out of my life where traffic and laundry is fun, brother. I mean, talk to us, bro.
4: Well, I went in when I was 16 years old. Um, uh, Here we are, 29 years I'm basically essentially 34 years old out here in society. You know, uh, learning new things. Uh, At the halfway house we're out to, we take walks to the store. Uh, We take a walk to the mall. We'll go to a Dodger game. Just slowly. Every trip out there, you get a little more confidence walking the streets. Nervous. It's nerve-wracking. They call
0: it the decompression stage. The And Explain that.
4: Essentially, you walk out of prison after that amount of time. There's men in the house that have been 45 years, 32 years. Um, You're in shock. Everything's new. Um, nothing was the same when I went out there, um, cell phones, when I went in, nobody had a computer. Uh, the cell phones were those big brick phones and the only person I knew that had that was the baller, you know, know? so everything's new.
2: Real quick, what was it like walking into a crowded um, place after all that time? Surprisingly, I didn't,
4: uh, it didn't bother me too much. about a year prior to going home, I started mentally preparing myself for the streets. Okay. Um, it, it, it was awkward at first, but I wouldn't say there was you know any like extreme difficulty. Um, you know, no PTSD or anything kicked in. I went to a Dodger game. I was surrounded by fifty thousand people,
1: Damn.
4: and the people that took me kept saying, "If you need a moment, if you need to walk out," it never happened.
0: You know. Well, because they presented a challenge to you, and you've been probably presented a lot of challenges through 29 years in the roughest prison system in the, we'll say the U.S.
4: And I can say the most difficult things that will ever happen to me in my life, um, they've already happened. So everything after this is, um, I know I can deal with
0: it. It's dessert. It's dessert. I mean, if not, that's not the right word. There's probably better a better walk, analogy. It's a walk in the park. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a walk in the park. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. With trees. With trees. <laughs> birds. With, well, there's birds in the yard too, bro. But there's <laughs> birds that be shitting them on my yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Damn, bro. What was the first thing you know? What was the first thing, bro, that I mean just initially Coming out, we talked about you know you went to a Dodger game. What was the first thing that just initially just uh, you, the, it, which it was involved in the decompression stage, bro? Coming out, I mean, what was the first thing on your mind? Seeing family, eating something, uh, walking to an open place without cuffs on you. I mean, what was the first initial just like hit you thought?
4: Uh, just walking out there, you know, you take the van out, they drop you off at the parking lot and, um, to see my mom, my sister, and my nephew, um, my mom rode these entire 29 years with me just to see the joy on her face, to be able to give her a hug, to be able to give my sister a hug. Um, that evening I went with my fiance, we went to the beach. I was in a, I woke up in a prison cell and I was on Runyon beach on the
0: sand, on the water that night. Wow. Yeah. And, um. Runyon sand is basically when the sun's coming down, all the runyons start popping up out of the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was it that time or was that just the name of the it beach? It
4: was that time. There were people running down the beach with buckets, yeah. <laughs> like wow, yeah, dog. Yeah,
0: God damn it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's too fucking surreal, bro. You know what I mean? Like I that mean. is just... Waking up in a jail cell, bro, now you're sitting on a beach with your fiance. And we'll we'll get into that, like how long the logistics yeah. of your relationship with your fiance. Um, but 29 years, bro, had to start from somewhere, right? Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to re- rewind the cassette tape, the beta, the VHS, VHS. which you remember, right? <laughs> yeah. Now you got this thing. Since you've been here, you, can, you haven't been able to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. God damn it, this shit is too much fun. <laughs> yes, <it laughs> is. A lot of shit going on. A lot of responsibility with this little thing right here. Um, You know, how did we get to this point that you're sitting here at this table now, bro, 34 days out after doing 29 years in the penitentiary, bro, like what set you off on that journey, that path?
4: Well, I grew up with two parents that um, struggled with drug addiction. Um, Heroin consumed my family tree. Um, I didn't understand addiction as a child. So when my mom was able to care for me, my dad wasn't around, I thought there was something wrong with me. As a young child, I'm questioning, what's wrong with me? So living in that environment, which was difficult, which was tough, at nine years old, I was adopted by my grandparents. And there's a specific moment that I can recall. At nine years old, I was sitting in the hallway. My grandfather was talking to a social worker or somebody. And I don't know the context of the conversation, but I recall him saying, Brian doesn't have anybody else in the world. And I've always identified that as the moment the world lost me. Um, How old were you? I was nine years old. Nine years old. And that's when I I would say the seed of of, of hatred, aggression was planted in my heart. Um, you know, I continued to nurture that. I continued uh, to think about that. Um I developed hatred towards my mom, towards my dad, who ultimately died of a heroin addiction. Um so I went out in, in, in sixth and seventh grade, I was seeking out the love and attention that, that was I felt was missing from my life. So when I seen the cholos in the school, um, I heard them calling each other family. You know, primo. I wanted that. I wanted it bad. Um, so I affiliated myself with them. I made it a point to be next to them. I studied. I learned. I watched. Um, and I began adopting that style.
0: Adopting that style because you, you basically, uh, you know, came not necessarily victim of the environment, but that's basically what it is. I mean, this is what's going on around you. You wanted a part of that because you were looking for,
4: and that that goes to fill to show, that hole right? exactly, and that goes to show how strong the belief system is. Because I didn't need that. My grandparents lived in North Hills in, in, in a three bedroom two in two bathroom, so I, I traveled to where to where the the neighborhood was at, you know. Looking for that love, they filled me up. They gave me everything I needed, just so I believed at that time.
0: So, how did you know that area right there? You were, were you initially in that area, or did you you just met people that were in that area? I mean, how did that? Um, the school that I went to was it, it was just packed with, with, with neighborhoods with gangs, so um, it, it was an easy transition. Okay. The school that you went to in North Hills. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's that's what I was trying to figure out right exactly, there, bro. Exactly.
4: And this is the time I want to say like three years early when they started the busing system. So, we had people busing in from Compton, Watts, South Central into the Valley.
2: What year was that?
4: This is ninety-one. Oh shit.
2: Ninety-ninety-one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. The year of the, of the of the of of the Primo and the AK forty-seven. That's what they called it. <laughs> it right now. Yeah. yeah.
0: The Primo and the AK forty-seven. Yeah. The P
4: dog. Yeah. The nineties. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um and so you start traveling out that way, bro, getting involved with uh certain individuals and we're talking about Sun Valley now, right? Sure. Yeah. Talking Sun Valley. And uh so let me just ask you this question, bro, cuz I asked it all and I talk about mine as well, bro. Um your uh your nationality? Yes. Origins? White. White. Sure. Okay. And so, I mean, back then, I guess it was, yeah, it was all gang-infested around the, everywhere, bro, right? It was gang-fested everywhere, especially during that time, bro. I mean, that shit was in style. That shit was popping. I mean, it was just like the new, uh, it it was it was, the, it was the it was the Dr. Dre's it was the Snoop's sure. it was all that yeah, shit I mean it was awesome. fly to be that it was, you know yeah,
4: that was in the chronic
0: and doggy style and yeah. all that came out yeah absolutely you know what I mean so i mean that shit was in fashion like a motherfucker towing a strap and being that motherfucker dog you know what I mean yeah, that, right. that 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 was the shit right there dog um and so it, you were drawn to it you were yeah, dr- you absolutely. were you were drawn to it like you said you know at 9 years old bro which was presented to you bro just made you lose all hope, so to speak, huh?
4: In my mind, yeah, this is, this is my thought process. I mean, um, my mother loved me, but she, she had her own struggles. I didn't understand that at the time. I didn't know the nature of addiction. Um, my grandparents loved me, but in my mind, I had already developed an idea that they're taking me in only because they had to. This is the stuff that I'm playing out
0: inside my head. It's not the reality, but this is, this is what I'm playing out in my head. And we do that to ourselves too, as, as as kids, bro. You know what I mean? Like we we will, and and I'll, I'll speak on I'll speak for myself on this. But any any reason we can give ourselves to feel sorry for ourselves and say fuck it, I'm gonna do the opposite of what I you know know better to do, so sort to of speak, right? Absolutely. And, and 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 that and that life, bro. In that during that time, bro, those dudes were having too much fun. I seen them dudes before I got in my hood. I was just like, damn, I want to be in that car too.
4: Yeah, it was intoxicating. Yeah. You know, you see them walking through the school. The crowds are parting. All the girls want them. They got the cars. They got the money. I needed that. I
0: needed that. So you went out and got that. I went out and got that. You went out and got that. Yeah. And what, what transpired after when you went out and got that? Now you are a gang member. I never been a,
4: a, you know, step inside and crack the door. I always been a kick the door down and, and run up in there type of dude. I, I don't, I've never half stepped on anything. So um, as soon as I was there, okay, I'm in, um, I'm a part of them. So now I got to let them know that um, their loyalty and it's justified. Uh, their, their acceptance of me is justified. So now I got to do something. Um, I got arrested for, for an armed robbery at 15 years old. Um, that was early on. We were just walking down the street um, after school. You know, I was with a couple of the homies and um, just walked up on this dude and knocked him out and took his bike. Yeah. Damn. No reason, he didn't do nothing, didn't yeah. do anything to me. Uh, it's just me trying to make a name for myself. Absolutely, you know? yeah. So that was my first arrest, my first trip to Juvenile Hall. Um, I'm so sick in the mind at that time. I, I was so excited to go to Juvenile Hall. Absolutely. You know? And it, it was an education for me. I continued to get arrested, uh, weapons, vandalism, assault, uh, battery on a police officer. Um, I was going to camp. I was going to juvenile hall. I didn't stay out more than a
0: month at a time. You know, one thing about, and I can speak in regards to myself as well, because my pops is a Jew, my mom is Mexican, right? You know, but, you know, when you're around, like, the homies, especially back then, you know, um, I, you're kind of like a, you know, a little bit of different, right? Yeah. A little bit of different. Absolutely. And so— and I noticed, because there's a lot of my homies, bro, that are like that, you know what I mean? You know, they might be all white, half white, Mexican, this, that, whatever, you know what I mean? And those dudes, for some reason, those dudes as in me and those dudes, would always try to go the extra mile, right? Absolutely. You know, yeah. you, know you know? You got a little more to, you got a more, little more to prove, it seems like it.
4: Yeah, even though, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely, you're right. Um, and I didn't necessarily feel any pressure from like the homies. It was it was my own conviction, feeling that I needed to overcompensate. Absolutely. And it was my character. You know, uh, like I said, I, I I moved fast. I moved aggressive. Um,
0: I didn't play with it. And do you mind saying what neighborhood it was? Um, it was the Diablos. Diablos. Yeah. Sun Valley Diablos. Yes. Okay. And um, those were them dudes back then. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And so just having this aggressive nature uh, sounds like it sets you up for, you know, not mm-hmm. the best, not sure. the greatest yeah. journey.
4: Yeah. Well, in, uh, you know, through introspection in, in my cell, spending time taking inventory of my life, I, I, I took note that the drugs that I was using at the time, because my, my drug use was evolving along with the crimes. What in, kind of drugs were you using? It started off, we you know, drinking, smoking weed like most people, and it's, you know, it's fighting, you know, uh, you know, robberies. Yeah. And it, I mean,
0: it becomes a part of the high. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: And then uh, it seemed like meth just rocked the valley at that time. And, oh, shit, my hood too, baby. Yeah, yeah, and we, and we ended up picking that up. And, you know, that's when the weapons, that's, that's when the guns and the knives started coming out, and um, it, it, it led to um, October 22nd, you know, when, when, when the murder happened on my crime.
0: Okay. So you, you were convicted of a murder and how did that, um, I'm not, I'm not going to ask for details unless you want to share the story, bro. It's up to you. Some guys have some guys, you know, rather not. And I respect it all. You know, this isn't Vlad TV, but these are dudes that have been arrested for the, the crime and done the time already. Right. You know, so it was uh maybe. Uh, was it a gang involving gang sure. g- gang stuff? Yes. You catch a hot one, and how old are we at the time? Sixteen. This is in nineteen ninety four. Sixteen years
4: old. Yeah. Okay. Um, it it happened at a house party. Um, there was a dispute at a house party and um, a fight broke out. Like at the time, it you know all house parties, you know I, how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Shit and, to this day, bro. Yeah. And um. Someone ended up getting stabbed and he died. Okay. Um, this man was undeserving of that. Um, uh, uh, it, it, it's just to show how sick and, and twisted the thought process is at the time. This is something that we were proud of. You know, these are stripes, you know, these are badges of honor. Um, that's not the case. That's not how I look at it today. I understand today a mother had to close a casket on her son, you know, and that's something that I live with. That's something I'm not proud of. Um, That's a guiding point in my life today, Uh, understanding what I did, the pain that I
0: caused. Yeah, that's deep, bro, and that's real, and you've had a lot of time to reflect on that crime that you were convicted for. And it took me a long time to get there.
4: It took me a long time to get there. Um, I I, I had no idea. Um, You know, I I spent years saying – uh, the judge did me wrong, I mean, you know, my attorney railroaded me you know, they snitched on me I, I never pointed the finger at myself never took any kind of responsibility for what I did. I blamed everybody else until um, I began to learn in, in um, 2016 when I began taking groups trying to educate myself Trying to
0: build some emotional intelligence and understand myself. So let's 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 not jump too far ahead mm-hmm. 16 years old you're getting put in back of a cop car. Sure. I mean, was this the same night or was this- We weeks? got arrested
4: the next morning. Um, I, I, I didn't know exactly how it happened, but I remember um, looking through the newspapers the next morning, you oh, know, uh, I'm looking in the Metro section. I wanted to see if somebody died. We, I, didn't, I didn't know how it played out. You know, I know he was wounded bad. And then I got a, a phone call um, from one of my homeboys and he said, they got everybody in the police station. Let's run. And I had just come off the run. I had just three months on the run, and you know, I don't know if you've been on the run, but you know that's an exhausting experience. So I wasn't ready to run. Um, I was at my grandparents' house that day. Um, We went out to eat. Um, I was with my sister, and I told him something happened last night. I didn't give him any details, but I told him something happened. On our way back, um, we turned the corner to the street, seen Channel 5 News, Channel 11 News, and the whole street was just lined with cops. Um pulled into the driveway, they circled me, cuffed me, took me to foothill.
0: Yeah. That's interesting, man, because shit when I was when I was that age bro, I was running, I was fucking running and everything else, you know what I mean I would but you for some reason in your mind like you you expressed, you had been came off a run prior to that but you just, you didn't want to run, bro. I mean, it's, a, it's such, a, it's such a, a natural instinct in a situation like that to fucking run, bro. I mean, did you feel that you had, I mean, that you were gonna be cool on the case, you know, people were getting round up, you weren't too worried, or were you just like, you know what, fuck it?
4: Uh, let, let, me, let me say, I got out of juvenile hall on a Thursday. I got arrested for this on Monday. Okay. The, the, the party where this event happened was a celebration of, of me getting out. Wow. So, and it, it, when I went to juvenile hall, my property was still there.
0: <sighs> was your was your fucking bed still made up, bro? God <laughs> damn, damn it, they didn't, I, I, fill your, <laughs> they didn't even fill your fucking bunk or cell, <laughs> dog. It, it was still He'll warm. He'll be back. It was still warm. They still yeah. had his it floor. Was, it the was, bunk was still warm. God damn it, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, at that point, you were just kind of like out on out on a little weekend vacation, and it's time to go back home. I mean, how was your living situation? Getting out for only those few days, did you have a place to live? Sure, I was staying with my grandparents at the time. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, th- but that age though, bro. You know, I mean, it's 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 a, it's an unstoppable fucking age when a yeah. when a young uh, a kid gets his mind set. I mean, really, bro, and especially during that time, and especially the way you're describing yourself as an individual, bro, I mean, there's no change in your, your, your thought process. I mean, you're going to do what the fuck you're going to do, and everybody on the sidelines is going to hope and pray that you come out of it in one piece, right? That love you, yeah, right? Yeah. Grandparents.
4: Yeah, I mean, they sat in the back of the courtroom. Um, the judge says, I don't, I don't know why you don't have to live this life. Look at your grandparents. Look at your home. But at that time, you know, my head was so hard. You know, I went straight home, shaved my head, threw on my Ben Davis, grabbed the strap, and ran straight to the street. Yeah, you didn't give You off, know. Damn. Yeah. I, I I I was in it. Um, Couldn't wait to see the homies. You out? That's it. Yeah. I, I wanted I wanted you know that welcome home jail worship. Yeah. You live for that. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent, bro. You, know?
0: you live for that shit. Greatest things, bro, is getting out of the pen and knowing everyone knows you are getting out. Yeah. You know, and it's buzzing through the neighborhood.
4: And this, especially if you're a kid starving for attention, you're starving for that love, that stuff that that you were devoid of growing up, you know. That'll, that'll that'll push you to do crazy things. Shit.
0: I feel that, dog, like a motherfucker, dog. Yeah. And so, you pull in the driveway. They fucking cuff you up. I mean, what did they tell you, man? We got them. You going down, bro. You ain't ever getting out. Well, they actually said, "Uh, this is just a probation search. Yeah. So, uh, you know. It's a lot of cops. Yeah. As soon <laughs> as, uh,
4: you know, they drove me to the police station and I turned the corner and, you know, they got the bench. Six homies are, are cuffed up on the bench. And I just leaned over and I just said, Everybody, just shut the fuck up. Don't say nothing. We're good. And the detective leaned around the corner. He said, Listen to him and you're going to go to jail for life with him. Damn. Yeah.
0: God damn it. Yeah. Trying to calm the crowd at 16 years old. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> That's unheard uh, of. Huh? Motherfucking, settle your little yeah. asses down. Yeah. I see
0: the look in your eye, little <laughs> yeah. motherfucking.
4: Well, we're young. I mean, we're 16. I, yeah. You know, I understood that some people hadn't gone through the fire yet and were not completely built. I had done, you know, the juvenile hall, the camp, you know, so a little bit hardened. I'm not going to say, you know, I, I, I was all steel at that time, but I
0: mean, you were laced up, dog, comparison to the cats that had hadn't been through that. That you've already had your somewhat of a like foot on the neck a little bit, right? You've been under the pressure of court. You've been handcuffed, you've been in a cell, you've taken the ride to camp, what you know what I mean, like you've experienced some things, dog. At a young age, yeah. the, the, the kids at this point just hear it in the rap music and sure. see it in movies, right? Like yeah. so you like a you like you got, I mean, mentally, you know what I mean, you got you get one up on them, probably a couple of them. And I knew what, what I had signed up for. And you know, man, I, man.
4: I, I I knew what I signed up for and, you know, I was gonna ride it to where to wherever it went.
0: How many? How many of your homeboys did they scoop up all together?
4: Um, I think they grabbed ten of them, and, and four of us um, were charged with the murder.
0: Three, okay. three of us stayed juvenile, two went adults. They were eighteen. Okay. And so they, so they, they grabbed, they grabbed as many people from that party as possible, for one thing, to get as much information. Sure. You know. And so, I mean,
4: <laughs> and it's a house party, so there's a line around the corner of people pointing fingers and telling you. you yeah. House party. Yeah, we, we did it in street of hundred people.
0: Yeah, the, yeah, fucking the 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 neighbor's cat was there. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro, it's fucking yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? You know I mean, you got a cat on the fucking stand. On the witness, list, on the witness stand. You know what I mean, fools poured, pointing a paw. <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you, you should not kick that cat walking in that <laughs> yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, excuse my horrible sense of humor, brother. So you guys are going, you guys are going to fucking juvenile halls. You got a court case, bro. What is the court? What is, what is the case? I mean, you, they initially told you it was a probation search, bro. Now that you're in there, you realize, I mean, you knew it from the gate, dog, right? That yeah. you knew that, hey, this is what it is. Um, you know, but what was the actual charge on your shit now? When did you get those charges? Like, okay, this shit just got real.
4: Well, uh, there was an officer at the time that was assigned to our neighborhood who was obsessed with us. So, you know, he came in and. You know, that's it, San Quentin, Folsom for the rest of your life, slam the door, let me marinate for about five hours.
2: LAPD or sure
4: It was Foothill. Foothill, oh, Foothill. Police, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I know the process. You know, they're going to come in and they're going to let you sit for five hours. They're going to come in and yell at you. And that was the case. Um, you know, he came in showing me pictures, everybody's telling on you. And I, I, I'm not saying nothing. So he goes, Oh, you want to be a, a hard ass and not say nothing? He he cuffed me up and he put me um, bes- beside a wall. And, um, he made me listen as he told my grandparents, your grandson's not going home today. We just charged him with murder. <sighs> you know?
0: God damn it. Yeah. Shit. That was fucking crazy. It's a fucked up phone call to get. Yeah. yeah. But then again, with them kind of, you know, dealing with your crazy ass at the time. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. It probably wasn't very surprising to them.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, regardless of everything, in their eyes, I, I've never done a thing wrong in my life. Okay. Um, they've since passed. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, but yeah. So they they were their loyalty was, was was the homeboy and homegirl I've always wanted in my life. Wow. You know. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, um, and they knew that. Um, you know, like I said, this officer was obsessed with us, so he knew my relationship, my attachment with my grandparents, and he knew where to sting me.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know that was that was brutal, bro. That sure was yeah. personal. Yeah. And so, where are we going from there, brother?
4: The back of the car. Three of us went to Silmar Juvenile Hall. The other two went to the L.A. County Jail. Um, we went to court um, the next day for our arraignment. Um, I read the statements. I, I, I knew I was done. I knew I was done. So when I went to court, the judge asked me, how do you want to plead? I said guilty because I wanted life as a juvenile. I was going to get out at 25 because yeah. I knew they were going to try to try me as an adult. The judge said, you can't, you can't uh, plead guilty. How do you plead? Guilty. You know, they wouldn't allow me to do it. So they tried me as an adult, um, and they sent me to, to East Lake. At the time they, they have a compound now in, in Juvenile Hall. That's where they send um uh, young people committed of, you know, murder, attempted murder, things like that. But at that time— Oh, yeah, the it, little
2: compound in Cielmo? Sure, that's yeah. With the, with the cages, a lot people, yeah.
4: yeah, at that time, they had just broke ground on it. But oh, shit. So when you get tried as an adult, you go to East Lake, and that's where I went to KL. Yeah, um,
2: you go to KL or Eminem? Yeah. But really, KL, right? Yeah, 95 people, 95
4: from 13 to, to 17 years old, all fighting murder. all Every last one of us.
2: Yeah, that orange jumpsuit and shit? Yeah, yeah, the, the orange jumpsuit. Fuck.
4: Uh, it up with the comb for, yeah. for, 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 for yeah. Sunday, you know, and put it under the mattress.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. How long did it take? That's that's kind of interesting, bro. That uh, you know, maybe if you'd have played it different and said not guilty, but being the fact that I mean, you hit them like that, bro. I mean, how many dudes do that, bro? Probably a you know, a small percentage, yeah. and the, but they are those ones you can look it up on YouTube and there's fools laughing in the courtroom, flipping off the fucking DA, doing yeah. shit like yeah. that while they're getting sentenced. Um, And so off the rip, bro, they're going to try you as an adult at 16 years old. Are they going to string the case out until you're, you know, I mean, how does that, how does that actually work, bro? Uh, I mean, what is the technical? uh, Yeah. So you're going to, you're going, you're going to court about once every two months. You know,
4: you're building your case, you're interviewing witnesses. Um, It took about a year to ultimately to go to trial.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So at 17, you're getting convicted. Yeah. At 17, um, we go to trial. I mean, but what what was their decision on trying you as an adult at 16?
4: Well, there were five criterias. Um, Your record, which at that point was horrible. Um, The seriousness of the crime, which, you know, capital murder is as serious as it gets. Um, What they believe, uh, whether you could be rehabilitated or not. And um, thank you. And they believed I couldn't. This is a time when um, the phrase was coined super predator you know they oh, were calling us super predators they're saying if these people if these kids are committing murders at 16 just imagine what they're going to do at 25 they're super predators we got to put them away and lock them away forever
0: and so that 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 determines of uh, being tried as yeah. an adult yeah basically
4: okay. they say that there's no um there's no get backs for this kid he's done
0: yeah he's there's done. there's they're saying that the at the moment of time there's no therapy there's no, nothing that we can do for this kid that he if we let him out anytime soon that he's not going to commit uh, uh, uh horrific crime like this again. Yeah. So at this point, they're just like, man, we got to lock this fucking kid away as long as we can.
4: Yeah. For good. I mean, there, there were commercials at the time. Um, it was, I think it was gray Davis saying, if you have a life sentence, you're done. You're not coming home. A life sentence means a life sentence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so you tried as an adult, you're convicted at 17. I mean, it t- you said it took a year, bro, for them to really get you to the final, uh, Uh, court date yeah right and uh, you're basically just along for the ride yeah you just I mean you already told them I mean you weren't trying to fight the case
4: well in the the beginning we were but uh, there were so many witnesses so many people came up so um, I I shot for a crime of passion you know because it 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 was a fight that took place you know Um, but no it was a no-go. It wasn't It wasn't happening.
0: Yeah. You know? Being the fact that there were so many fucking witnesses. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you said or how how, how you... If you try to dress it up and make it look pretty, there was nothing pretty about it because well, there yeah. were so many fucking eyes and there's so many people speaking on it. So you're convicted. What, are they, what do they convict you for?
4: Um, they convict me of second-degree murder and um, assault with a deadly weapon. And I remember at the time of trial... You know a lot of people in trial you know are, are drug addicts uh you know dope fiends gang members showing up on the stand because it's the type of people i surround myself with these are the type of people at the party and i'll never forget what the da said he said when a crime happens in hell you can't expect angels for witnesses oh, and yeah. it, when he when he dropped that line right there i said yeah we're sunk <laughs> uh, you know I, ta- I tapped my crime he said we're done yeah. Yeah. we're done they cooked
0: us you know oh. That's a cold line right that's a cold there. Yeah, they need to put that in the yeah. movie. In the yeah. movie, yeah. probably your movie, dog. <laughs> I know. Shit. Yeah, that's a cold one right there. I wonder how many times he's been able to use that motherfucker right there. But it, it makes sense because if you have a fucking, if you have a, a, a jurors and and everybody else in there, like it. Like on that side, it makes sense on that side to say something like that because some people were like, "Well, you know what? are we gonna look at this guy. This guy's tore the fuck up. I mean, yeah, he still he got his he still got his front ten uh, uh, speed wheel on him because he don't want no one to steal his bike. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Like, yeah. But and then they, they hit you with that one right there, and that was, man, that was a. Kicking the nuts, a finger in the Fuck. ass and everything else, yeah. dog. I mean, yeah, you could just see the jury looking like, yeah. He just puckered up on that one, like, oh, got him.
4: Yeah, got him. And that was, his, that was his closing statement. That was the last thing he said. And he closed and the jury
0: went to deliberate. Fuck. And so during this time while you're fighting this case and up to getting convicted of this case, I mean, what's going through your mind, bro, as a child that, you know, is... Going through that, bro. I mean, are you having... What's going on in your mind? You're just like, fuck it, man. This is the life. This is what it's about. You know what I mean? Bop, bop, bop. I did my thing. Put another stripe on my motherfucking shit. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. And, I mean, at the time, this is the county jail. You're talking, you
4: know, 94, 95. Um, yeah. So you're, you're, in, you're in L.A. County at 16, 17 years old? No. um At, at 17, but on about two months before my 18th birthday. But oh, I was in shit. there at 17. Okay. Yeah. And there's no... <laughs> You don't have time to think you're you're fully engaged in every minute you know Absolutely. so there, there's no reflection period uh, and i wasn't necessarily looking for that at the time i it, it, as twisted as it may sound i was somewhat excited about it I, this is the big leagues this is this is where where, where you want to this is where you want to be you know the guys that i look up to now i'm surrounded by them and the process repeats itself all over i'm still looking for the love i'm looking for the acceptance i want to belong the same process that from, from the neighborhood on the street, it applied there. You just got to start it all over again. And I had the blueprint from the street. I know how to get it, you know. Pure aggression, uh, um, violence, apply it. So there was no reflection period at that point. And, you know, there were drugs involved at the time. You know, I'm using at the time. Okay. This is how I'm dealing with, with, you know, the stress and the worry. You know, this is how I'm coping with it.
0: Absolutely. And so you're sentenced um, and where are we going from there?
4: So, um, you know, we hopped on the prison bus, and <laughs> the funniest thing, on the prison bus, literally, you know, you're going to reception to Wasco. Um, it, we, we left in the nighttime, and on the bus there, they're playing ACDC, Highway to Hell. <laughs> no bullshit.
0: <laughs> man, playing, that yeah. had to feel good, bro. You know,
4: I'm balancing with my chains, like, I'm you know, on my way
0: to high, I'm on my way to highway yeah. to hell. Yeah. Bunch yeah. of motherfucking <laughs> cholos just fucking banging out. You know what I
4: mean? Bunch but, of gangsters. Yeah, but the cold thing, that bus to prison, uh, it's quiet. People are looking yeah, out that bold, window. Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to sit here and, and pretend like I wasn't afraid, you know. You're, you're, you're going into the unknown with a life sentence. So you know you're going to, to, uh, to a dangerous spot.
0: Especially during those times, bro. Yeah. No motherfucking joke, bro. Um, you go to reception. Where do you go, Delano Wasco?
4: Yeah, I went to Wasco. Um, I was only there for about a month and a half. I remember, uh, you know, I went in, and this is the time when, uh, you know, they have a 180 classification and a 270. The 180 was designed basically for gang related murders, uh, you know, young people coming up or violent murders and shoe kickouts the 270s were people that had kind of been out of trouble, maybe about three years, you get a little more freedom. So I talked to my counselor and he says, uh, um, I'm gonna try to put you for a 270 because you're so young and um, hopefully you don't go to Salinas Valley because it just opened and, and they're butchering people over there. Three yeah. days later, they put a bag in front of my door says Salinas Valley 180,
0: oh, you know? fucked up. You know, it's crazy because if I can remember correctly, it seemed like dudes with stretches were always in fucking, well, I've always gone to Delano, but it seemed like they always took longer to get to a prison yard, you know, but they had you out within a fucking month, bro. And so you get this bag, Salinas Valley, and uh, here you go. You're on the great goose, baby. You're fucking headed up there, bro. I mean, what is your first initial impression of this new hotel that you're going to be spending the rest of your life in yeah you know is that is that is that at at this point in time is it just like i get it bro i get the mentality because i've been there bro but at this point in time dog like you know what i mean like is is life still not worth anything like this is what life is now fuck it let's go
4: yeah um yeah i I remember just getting there I, i i worked myself up i psyched myself up to prepare myself and when you go to the 180s um it's a huge wall, and just the door opens, you take a step in, and you're on the yard. And um, it was crazy, man. I, I remember, um, you know, this one homie that, uh, he was a good dude. He was from West Covina. I remember he walked up, and he shook my hand. And I remember thinking, this dude's fist is bigger than my head, you know? Yeah. He's been in prison longer than I've been alive. Fuck? You know, he escorted me over to, you know, where the homies at. You just start meeting people, you know? And it, it was it was intense. Um there was there yeah it was it was a scary it was a scary time you you could you could feel it on the yard
0: you know tension yeah yeah so. anxiety tension you know maybe things ain't you know moving properly on the yard and when they ain't boy can you feel that shit And you know, this is yeah, this is me cute. going
4: in with you know I I didn't I didn't have any schooling at the time I just but you feel it you know there's stuff going on you we, see you see the conversations you see the movement it's uh it, it it's a lot it's a lot
0: Shout out to the people that don't know how to read a room sometimes. Imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some people, bro, that cannot read a room. Yeah. Like, bro, you just walked in. You can see there's some like tension, there's yeah. an argument going on. And you had that silly ass joke that you said that nobody laughed at. Anyways. <laughs> those pe- yeah, those people in prison leaving body bags. You know, you, you don't read a room, you're gone. You know? Who? Yeah.
4: You you you're gonna leave if you if you don't read it, you're gone. It's dangerous.
0: Yeah, you can't be clueless on a motherfucking in a jungle, dog. Yeah. You're clueless in a jungle, boy. You're gonna be missing a limb. Yeah. Like you said, pot- yeah. potentially maybe going out in a body bag, dog. Um so I mean, walking onto a 180 yard. Let's talk about walking onto a 180 yard, because we got we got the you know regular yards, uh, you know, ones, twos, threes, and then we can jump up to a you know a, a 270, a, a 180, uh four-yard. And, and so people sometimes don't understand the, the, the concept of a 270 and 180. A 180 yard, how would you explain that walking onto that yard? A
4: 180 yard is, is secure. There's not much movement. You don't open any doors. Everything is automatic. The officers open every door. Um, to get from the yard to your cell, you're gonna go through about four doors automatically to get there, as opposed to a 270 where you, they pop it, you control your door. Um, in a 180, everything is brought to you. You don't go anywhere. And it's designed because of um, the caliber of people that are there. You know, these are these are our lead gang members. These are dangerous people. So the movement is very, very controlled. Very controlled, so. Or at least they try, uh, you know, uh, this is at a time the officers open the door and, and we're in charge of everything after that. That's
0: that's the way we looked at it. You don't let these motherfuckers out their cages. Yeah. 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 Um, good luck on getting them back in there. Yeah. You better hope everything's running good around this bitch. Yeah. And so what is I mean you go to you go to uh, the yard homeboy from West Covina hits you up his fist is bigger than your motherfucking hand bro <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean and you're just like alright you know what I mean I mean bro you fucking you a baby homie yeah. you know what I mean I went to the pen for the first time when I was 18 years old 17 to 18 from uh, East Lake to whatever but I was I was once upon a time the youngest homie on the yard you know what I mm, mean that was so, me. you know, yeah that was at
4: that time. And nowadays there's youngsters everywhere But that time I don't think there was Anybody under 30 There might have been Three or four of us yeah. Wow yeah. Were you a smarter well, homie Or big Were
2: you big uh, you
4: know, yeah, yeah I've always had The size on
0: me And you know I was a workout fanatic So uh, you know I was busting down daily So right. Yeah we, we gotta watch yeah. out With K-9 Because anytime Anyone has tight pants On around here Dog <laughs> He's checking out The glutes dog uh, He's like Hey dog You do squats nah, dog You do squats yeah. dog
4: He the gym everyday
1: He was telling me earlier. Yeah the other, you know? <laughs> Shit.
0: So uh Shout out to K-9, sitting shotgun Man, today. I'm sitting cherry today, baby. Yeah, we got him in on, the baby. car seat, though. No, you give it up for K-9, baby. in the hot seat, bro. In the hot seat. Just take it easy, baby. Don't make me nervous, K-9. <laughs> Don't make me nervous, please. Um, you going to do a cell, bro. You get, you get escorted to the yard. You go to the block. Do you remember your first Sally, bro? you ain't got to say his name yeah, or anything like yeah, that,
4: yeah, yeah he was from Ventura from the avenue was was he a good dude girl? good dude, man, good dude. I, I learned like he had already had about fifteen years down solid wow. dude, yeah, yeah
0: I mean you got a baby, you've been down fifteen years obviously he's a he's a a lot older than you at the time, yeah, you know I mean was he doing life was no he? um I think he had like nine years or something like that nine years left left, yeah yeah, yeah oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you you get in your cell, and he, and he knows, baby, that you. I mean, you a baby, yeah. and you know when we when when the when the young homies come through like that, it's like all right. I mean, it, there's pressure too, yeah. Because bro, you're not on a fucking one yard or two yard or a three yard dog. Yeah. There's pressure to being that young, dog, and going in those doors and being in that environment with these professional ass dudes that have been for like for instance, you're selling down fifteen years, bro, yeah. like. <laughs> What kind of, what kind of, did you feel any pressure? How did you feel walking into the cell, um, adapting to the program, bro? What was the process? I was hungry for, for information. Uh, I, I knew I needed to survive. So I asked a lot
4: of questions and, you know, thankfully he was open to telling me. Um, I remember what, at the time, Salinas Valley had just opened. So buses are coming from Pelican Bay. They're coming from high desert. So he told me, um, we're, we're going to, we're going to war for probably three years, you know, for, for territory on this yard, for tables, for handball courts, <laughs> and I'm thinking, damn, you know.
0: It's on the cracking. Yeah. Snur- he, it's nerve it's wracking yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah.
4: yeah, and he told I remember um he told me two things. Um he said this is this is the, the Sureño motto, walk slow, think fast, and hit hard. Uh, Hell yeah. You know, he told me also be a gentleman until it's time to be a savage. I remember those were the two lessons that he taught me early on. Yeah. You know. And uh, you know, he you can't prepare anybody for what um I was about to experience, but you know, he did his best.
0: Yeah. And so, were you? At, were you at war for those three years? I mean, how was it right there, living there at the time? You know, as 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 days, months, yeah. years progress. I mean, going forward from that.
4: Yeah. Uh, it was about my second week that um, you know I walked out to yard. Uh, you know, I, um, the homie from Covina pulls me over. We're leaning against the handball wall, and he leans over. He goes, "Look over there." And I'm watching, and, you know, I, I see some, Some they're playing baseball. And I see this guy come up behind another another dude with the bat, and he swung the bat. I'm talking like a home run swing, and just hit him in the base of his neck. Fuck. The dude dropped, and as soon as he dropped, two guys got on top of him and just started just digging him out with bone crushers. I'm talking, you know, nine foot. And at this time, um, this is what's going through my head. Everything inside me, I'm, I'm only two weeks in prison. Everything inside me wants to look away. This, this is shocking my system, but I remember thinking to myself, you better watch this motherfucker because this is your life. This is your life now. Don't you look away. You watch this. This is your life. This is how you're going to live. And in hindsight, I realized in that moment, and, and this is a cold concept, this is when I embraced hopelessness. This is when I literally embraced hopelessness and the fact that, that this is my life and I'm going to die in here. And that's a terrible feeling. It, that, that, that's a black hole to climb into that, that I wish on no man. You know? Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, bro.
0: To have that cross your mind at time, I mean, that was a big, I mean, we're, we've, we've talked about having pivotal points through this Part of your journey, but that right there is when it really resonated with you. Of what the fuck is? Yeah, that was I mean, the
4: before and the after point. It was two days after that that um, I went in. I went to the yard and I told you know the homie from Covina. You know he he, he had some status in the yard. I, told him, I want to put a surreño on my face. I'm white. I don't want to get confused. I, 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 plus, I want it to be known what I'm representing. He said that's something you got to earn. Wait. Um, I went back to my cell that night and I put it on my face, um, put it on top of my eye. I put a tresa on the other side and I walked out to yard. <laughs> He's like, you little motherfucker, what I, you got to earn it. I said, I'm ready to earn it. Hand me something. Let's go. Yeah. You know, and uh, he said, relax, man, your turn's going to come. You know, three days later it came. He said, you ready? You know, it's time to go. And uh, that, that's when I went on my first one. This is probably about two months in. And this is me. Just, uh, it wasn't solicited. I, I wasn't asked. You know, they 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 had me to the side, shut your ass up and just listen, observe and learn something. But you know, the type of person that I am, just you know, this knucklehead, raising my hand. Let's go. You know.
0: I think that's really interesting, bro. That you 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 kind of understood. We talked about reading the room. You understand what's around you, bro. And and that 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 man. That's a different. I mean, that's a different kid right there, if you ask me, you know, approaching, you know, the older homie that's, you know, putting you up on game. You gotta fill in the rapport, right? And you're like, hey, I just I wanna put this on my face because I don't wanna be confused as being white on this yard. I mean, that was a that was something that was concerning you at the time. Yeah, that's deep, dog. Straight up. Yeah.
4: And and, yeah. and here's the cool thing about it. I was working in the kitchen at the time and um, you know, it was war. Um we were we were going at it um with the african americans at the time and and the white boys were going at it with the northerners um, i worked in the kitchen the officers were not familiar with me yet all they seen was a, a you know a, you know i lived with the homie but they seen a bed card that was white and i i was a, a cook so they they would open my door at 5 in the morning and the homie said they're going to accidentally open your door they knew you know so, you know, they had me, I was armed. I was ready in case the day came. The second day, sure enough, five in the morning, the door racked. They rack it a little bit for, um, for, for work. You know, I get ready, I give my celly a hug. He said, I'm gonna go with you. I said, I can. As soon as you walk out, the tower sees you, he's gonna, he's gonna know, I gotta do this. So I walked out. Um, as soon as I turned the corner um, to go, they were on me. You know, uh, I'm a rookie at this time. It's it's still in my pocket, you know? I got hit twenty seven times right there in the Retundance in Salinas Valley. God damn. Yeah. Wow. This is this is this is eight months in prison at this point. Okay. Oh, eight Let, months ho- in already? Hold on. Let's let's oh, do this. God damn.
0: Let's do this. So they knew that you were gonna potentially your cell was gonna get racked by accident and you were gonna get released with the whites, is that correct?
4: Yeah, we're looking ahead because, you know, um, like I said, I, I, I'm new, but the homies had the foresight to know th- these these mistakes happen. Yeah. They're not familiar with you yet. They don't know you. You know, you haven't developed any kind of rapport or reputation. You know, I'm, I'm a ghost at that point. No,
2: you, you, you hear about shit like that happening all yeah. the time when you're yeah. up there, but it's like... And it was sick. an accident. Is it, it going to be myself or yeah. is it going to be, like, the neighbors? Yeah. Like, you hear yeah. about shit like that, but... Oh, yeah, fucking,
0: and uh, so you, sure. they knew that this was going to happen. You knew this was going to happen. You were ready. You're prepared. The boots are laced up, bro. And and when you go out, are you in the uh, uh, bottom tier, top tier? I'm in the bottom tier, in the corner, right on the stairs. Okay. And so when you get out, who who are you seeing? Who's in front of you? I turn the corner, and um, you know you
4: walk out of the pod and you walk into uh, it, it's a small rotunda. I, I would describe it as like a small hallway. Yeah. And um, those three dudes were right there waiting for me. And they were on top of me. The second, the second I turned that corner, I didn't even get to pull nothing out of my pocket or everything. And um, I thought they were jumping me. Oh. Uh, you know, I, th- I thought I was getting my, my ass beat. I'm swinging, I'm doing what I can until we're down, we're sprayed, they shot the block gun, and I see the knives, three of them on the floor. And, and after the fight, I'm breathing in deep and every breath hurts. Fuck
1: so, yeah.
4: so they got me. Can you say can
0: you say what race those three dudes were? Yeah, they were African American. they were African American. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That and that's what I was trying to get at uh prior to asking you this in regards to painting the picture, you know, cuz I remember you said so and so was going with this and these guys were going with the, uh, sure. these guys, but anyways, apologize about that, brother. No and so they hit you 27 times, bro. Yeah. Did you ever get the thing out? Never got it out. Never got it out. No. It just happened so quick. And I got charged for a weapon. Oh, that's
2: <laughs> fucked up. Nah, no, that's the that's the most fucked yeah. up part yeah, about yeah. it. Bro.
0: I'd say getting stabbed 27 times is the most no, fucked up know. part yeah, it about is, it. Is, yeah. no,
2: my bad, but <laughs> also that's also that's like oh, that's fucked
4: well, up. Well, uh, lucky for me, if if you want to say lucky is is um, they were it, it was skinny. They were ice picks. You know, had they been grown, uh, yeah. b- bone crushers, uh, yeah. They I would have not survived that, bro. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. On- or you'd have been paralyzed or yeah. something. I'm not on stocks today if they were bone crushers, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure, dog.
0: Well, thank God, brother, they weren't bone crushers, yeah. bro. It hurt, though. And so it's it's funny because in the height of a moment like that, you know, you could have, like, it could have been on the streets and you could have been shot but not knowing it because the adrenaline is just pushing you. No, but in over, a moment
2: like that, you, the- you you got to come out,
0: yeah. The, hold on, real quick, bro. The adrenaline is pushing you to to be numb and not feel nothing. Sure. You know, what I mean, you're in fucking survival mode, bro. Yeah. You're probably trying to, you know, swing back or maybe get away or whatever the situation was. But you're not. You didn't realize during that time that you were getting poked the whole time. Yeah. Or did no, you? No, I didn't. I didn't know till
4: um, till we were. I was down on the ground, handcuffed. They had us all handcuffed, and I, and I, I could see the weapons on the floor. And and, and my and every breath I took. You know, after you're fighting, everyone's stung. And the, it's funny now. I went. You know, they take me to the to the hospital, and they you know they they throw you in a holding tank. And I was wearing a gray shirt. I took off my gray shirt. It's almost like a movie. There's pinholes of light coming through my shirt. Wow. You know, oh, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, but uh, I made it a point. Uh, you know, I I, this is me young. You know, with my ego and my pride, I, I refused to get in the ambulance. Uh, I wanted to walk to the medical. You know.
0: How bad were you leaking?
4: Um, the leaking didn't actually come till days later. Okay. You know, I the 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 sheets would be soaked with blood for probably about a week after. You know, I, I you go and um wound I forgot what they call it, wound repair or something like that. You would go every day, they'd clean the wounds and then uh, you know, put the um band aids or whatever is on top.
0: So you refused to get like picked up or put in something yeah. to the ambulance. Is that what you were saying a minute ago? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so you walk to the ambulance, your head high, you feeling good. You feel like you, you know, you earned what you tatted on your face. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: what did you feel though when you were walking that way? Like what was running uh, um,
3: through your mind?
4: Again,
2: it, 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 it sounds
4: sick now, but there, there's a sense of pride. Like you took one, I took one for the team.
3: Yeah. yeah. You know,
4: and 100%. I, yeah. Wow. And I took it standing up um, and, <laughs> It's insanity looking back.
0: I mean, was there any point in time in your mind, bro, even though, you know, what I mean, this, this, the, the, the pride is just fully taken over your ego. Everything is fully taken over. Uh, maybe common sense, so to speak. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. in, in, in doing how you said you were doing it, bro. Um, but did it cross your mind? Like, fuck, I better get medical, medical attention quick because you said it was. You know, when you started to breathe, it was hurting, bro. So once you feel that and you look and you're poked and you see the weapons and the shirt is fucking shining light through it like the movies, bro. I mean, you know, like, is there anything like, fuck, dog, am I going to survive this? I mean, yeah. is are you thinking about death or anything like that? Um, I could see, by the way, the doctors and nurses, they weren't scrambling.
4: Um, so th- there was a little bit of comfort right there. But I would say it's it settled in about three days later when um when it kicked in, like, damn, like, you know, you just got hit. You haven't even been in prison for a year, you know, and um, I two things happened at that point. I I made a pact with myself that I was not going to walk anywhere without being strapped for the rest of my time, Gee, and um, there was some anxiety, some a lot of anxiety actually that came with that. You you think you're going to get hit again, because. Whether real or imagined, there's always tension at all times. And you you know, you don't know. You got an itchy finger now, bro. Yeah. And now,
0: and now. You're jumping at the fucking, the the shadow on the wall, dog. Like, oh, fuck, that shit's dead. I'm not trying to make a joke of it, but I understand what you're saying, bro. Now I'm touched. It's PTSD, bro. Like, that's a traumatic thing for a young kid to go through, bro. You know, even though a lot of people watching right now and said, hey, there's people probably watching and say, hey, you deserved all 27 of those motherfuckers and maybe you should have deserved to die because there's people with viewpoints like that. And you know what I pro- mean? They, they're probably not wrong for that, you know?
4: They're probably not. This is, this is what I dove into, this is what I chose. As the anxiety set in, I made the fatal mistake of um, doing heroin for the first time at that oh, point too. shit. Uh, you know, one of the homies stopped by and said, how you feeling? I did wah boom threw a paper under the door. I didn't know I, I I didn't I didn't know how to do it. You know I I walked around. I remember I told a few homies hook this up for me you know nah get your ass yeah, out of here yeah. get your ass out of here hook this up for me uh, you know one homie took one of to the chest well what you talking about you know what i mean you are not going to pop your cherry on that so yeah. then uh, lucky
0: popped up from the corner said yeah i
4: found that one thing got the homie that yeah, g- g- give me half i got you yeah, yeah
0: I was for thinking, sure. honestly lucky bro i was thinking on, with the blinky i was i was i was thinking half the whole time dog it wasn't a quarter it was half off the rip dog you know yeah, what i mean yeah. shit um Making light of a fucked up situation. Well, yeah, for and, sure. and yeah. I mean, you know, pain
4: plus time equals humor, so it's, yeah. it's all good, you know. And that's what we do right here, and not everybody understands that. Yeah, you
0: know. Um, and so you you bump into that one homie, and he, uh, I mean, let, let's rewind it a little bit, bro. I mean, did you? So were you considered, even though you got charged for that that uh, situation, getting hit twenty seven times, bro? Probably more than a situation, right? Um. <laughs> Did, uh, I mean, are you a victim, bro? Yeah, you know what I mean. So here's the thing: um,
4: we all go to everybody goes to the hole, and this is the time. You know, you go to your 115 hearing. We're all in the cages. And I see him. I tell them, "Look, long trip. I got you." Went into their 115 hearing. They called me as a witness. I said, "Man, these guys didn't touch me. They're my friends." Yeah. They're kicked out of the hole. They're released. Um, for me, yeah, uh, I was back there, and and, and my 114, which is um, a description of why you're in the hole it labeled me as a victim and I made it a point to immediately raise my hand and said, I need to, I need to change this. Uh, the first person that needs to get smashed on the yard, let me go.
0: Yeah. You wanted that off your shit. It's not, it's not really a good look cause it puts you in a position to get questioned and shit. Right. I yeah. mean, off the rip, you send your 114 out and all the above and shit, but you know, whatever paperwork is needed. Um, and so you were just like, you weren't good with that. You said, fuck that. And, and so did you get the opportunity to change that?
4: Yeah. And, It wasn't necessarily i mean this this was a a high profile within the prison like you know it it traveled around they knew what happened and people were angry about it you know they they were angry that they moved on the little homie the young homie that you know they know i was committed you know they know that you know i was bringing some value to what we were representing so um yeah i did um at the time it's it's a small yard we call it a shoe yard there's nothing out there but um, maybe the size of, of an average suburban backyard. But it's all concrete, and there's a shower right there. Um, you know, we went out there. Uh, you know, somebody had to go. Uh, we did the workout. I worked out light. Uh, we made intentions for him to work out hard. And it was soon it was over, it <sighs> hopped on him, you know. That's a cold setup. That's a cold, cold setup, setup. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. We worked the fuck out this dude. Yeah. So he's exhausted. I'm back there jogging in place, waiting.
2: I heard too that when your fucking bo- your blood is pumping, yeah. That, um, when you get that, your fucking the blood comes out quicker. That's, yeah, right? I learned
4: that. I learned that that day. They said this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. These these are not things I know. These, this is what I learned that day. Yeah.
0: And so so you guys wear him out with fucking rutina, and he had to go. So you move on him. Are you moving on him? Like you know, how are we moving on him? Can you talk about that?
4: Uh, we, we there's no fighting. You know, we're not, okay. we're not fighting nothing up there, you know. Everything's weapons, hand-to-hand combat,
1: you know. Okay.
4: And um, in the process of that, the tower um, shot and I broke my leg, hit me in the back of the leg. At the time, there were block guns. At the time, there were wood and he just hit me just right on, right on the spot. Yeah, and I got my leg broke, you know.
0: Yeah, wow. And so from there, I can imagine we catch a shoot term.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um I went to Pelican Bay for 2 years. Pelican Bay. Yeah.
0: And I mean seemed like you you ended up where you wanted to be.
4: That that was the um that was the Harvard of prisons right there. You know, that's where that's where you want to go to learn, that's where you get educated, you know.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, that's fucking Going to the White House. Like yeah. the main college right there. Yeah. yeah, Like yeah. you said, the Harvard of prisons. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the fucking, that's the Nike. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? That's the Nike. That's the Nike right there, baby. Yeah. You know? And there goes the Skechers over there. <laughs> <laughs> <Come> on, <laughs>
2: fucking Fila.
0: <laughs> Shout out to my OG homie, Peps, is in the house yeah. with me. He got the Skechers on. He says, I got the Skechers, dog. I said, man, fool. Those are the old man shoes. Whoa, he so, goes, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much oh, love, my crazy. G, love yeah. my boy Peps, it's an OG, dude. yeah. Good dude, wow. Yeah. And so you went, you go there for two years, bro, I mean, how was it going into Pelican Bay?
4: Um, for me, it was exciting. I mean, this is where I wanted to go, you know. Um, at this point, um, I'm introduced to some, some intelligent men, I'm introduced to some new books, um, I, I'm, I'm taught to educate myself, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually.
2: Real quick, my bad, what kind of books were you reading when you got there? I mean, if you, this, rem- if you remember. Yeah,
4: this is um ninety five, ninety six. I think the first books that were handed to me were uh, The Prince by Machiavelli and Sun Tzu. Okay, yeah. Yes. You know, these, these are the early yeah. books. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it makes sense. And so you said you were talking about things that you were incorporating into your young, new life in Pelican Bay. And you said spirituality? Sure. Did you say that? Sure. Okay. And um I mean, what spirituality did you lean upon?
4: Well, you know, I was told that you know physical, mental, and spiritual that's what creates a complete man, and if any one of those components are missing, you're out of balance so um I wasn't encouraged to to find anything but um you know prayer you know d- despite the fact that I, I'm living a uh, an insane lifestyle, you know a completely destructive um, antisocial lifestyle um, you know, I hit my knees and I prayed in the nighttime. You know, this is something my grandparents taught me, and um, I continued to do that even throughout
0: the madness. So, just out of curiosity, brother, how would one pray in the midst of his own madness? This in between your ears, down to the heart, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, what does what does one young, terrorizing, dude pray for, bro? just uh forgiveness you know and,
4: and, and the prayer happens in the dark in the nighttime under the covers you know when when it's quiet there's there's nobody to impress there's nobody around it's just you and um the those are were some of the most lonely moments uh it, it's unimaginable even thinking about it now you, you're, you're so alone dark that's that's all you have to talk to absolutely
0: forgiveness I think that's something that one would be praying for. Forgiveness, especially since grandma and grandpa, you know, yeah. introduced you to. They planted that in me. Yeah. yeah, spirituality, it makes sense. It's a part of your foundation, mm-hmm. regardless of what you're putting yourself through. You understand repercussions in that realm, that afterlife, whatever you want to call it. And you're asking for forgiveness during a time of fucking complete fucking rage in your life.
4: And in- I had an example in my life, you know, you're going to get what you give. You know, I'm out here, you know, putting holes in people in the yard, and look what happened to me, you know.
0: So not, not, not zero uh, self-pity or feeling sorry for yourself.
4: Um, yeah, th- there was some of that, you know, um, but it was all manipulation in me trying to get people to feel sorry for me. But um, maybe a money order or
0: something exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. Ring that real good. Yeah, no, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, we fucking—I've sent some fucking sad letters out, bro. And I just got done laughing with the boys and yeah. having a good old time, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I, I, I get that, and that's the—that's the mind state of a of a convict. I mean, you're basically at this point, like you've had schooling enough schooling, bro, to give you like a convict's perspective and the way we. Kind of like maneuver, manipulate things into our yeah. existence.
4: Yeah, exactly. You know, by any means necessary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By any
0: means necessary. Do you have a cell in Pelican Bay?
4: No, at that time, uh, you know, we're single cell. Okay, these are eight man pods, four in the top, four in the bottom, oh. and uh, it was single cell.
0: So, <clears throat> you spoke on books being given to you from the fellas right there. I mean, how was it living and how long did you live right there for? You said two years, is that yeah, what you said? Yeah, two years. Okay, uh, excuse me. So two years you're there, bro. How was your two years right there? What kind of experiences did you experience right there? I mean, you know, obviously did a lot of reading, yeah. soaked up a lot of game, Yeah. you know? I mean, when you read, are you, uh, do you retain the information?
4: Yeah, I mean, and I, whenever I read, I would always look for it to apply to the lifestyle that I was living right. somehow, yeah. you know everything I read was I wanted to become a a, a better gang member I wanted to become a, I wanted to become a soldier, so you know I read about that type of stuff, you know how they acted, how they moved, and um yeah, everything was designed for to to better myself in that arena
0: and so you were applying everything all information you can possibly get little by little if you were one's neighbor they would have potentially seen or they saw the growth in you as an individual from maybe conversations coming out the cell, yeah. so on and so forth. That safe yeah. to say?
4: Yeah. And, and and I'm trying to demonstrate that. You know, my goal is to become recognized. You know, um, I wanted to, at some point I wanted to be somebody who could voice his opinion on things. Yeah. I know? get you. It, that desire that I told you from childhood for, for, for the acceptance it, it never left me. And it, that hole never gets filled. You just want more and more and more. Yeah. So it's like an audition. I'm auditioning for people.
0: <sighs> you know? Let's go, bro. I swear yeah. to God, bro. We've all done it. And not too, much, too, too many of us has looked at it as an audition, an interview for the job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't want to mop the floors. I want to run that motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. How hard are you going to audition? How hard are you going to study? How hard are you going to read? how sharp are you gonna keep that fiaro? Yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not trying to glorify it, but let's just jump into that mind state, right? You know, you don't want the maintenance job, dog. You want the, uh, you know?
4: And for yeah. the record, like, as I sit here today, that's, that's pure insanity, that's pure insanity. Yeah. At this time in my life, I, I'm miserable, I'm depressed, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm lonely. It, it, there was no joy in my life whatsoever it was a terrible miserable existence
0: of 2 years during that time
4: i'm talking this whole time
0: okay so those okay the whole time the whole time i mean wow i mean some people find light in pitch black places yeah you know I mean, you didn't have and I mean, sometimes you read a book and it brings you joy. sometimes you get a letter from grandparents that brings you joy. Sometimes you talk to shit with the fellas and it keeps your morale up. Well, I mean, it, it's hard to see the light when you've adapted to the darkness. and, and, and that's exactly what happened in my situation. Let's go, baby. You know? say that yeah. one more time, yeah uh,
4: I, I couldn't see the light because I had adapted to the darkness. I you know, I embraced that hopelessness. I accepted this as my miserable reality. Yeah.
0: That's a different approach, bro. I've heard a lot, I've, I've seen, I've felt, heard a lot of approaches, bro. And and that that's probably common with uh, with a lot of crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Say it like that, yeah. right? I like mean, the insanity. Yeah. You talk about the insanity, yeah. uh, you know, in hindsight, bro, you know what I mean? But God damn it, bro. Like, yeah, it is insanity. And it's a fucking, it's out of this world level of insanity, you know? Yeah, and when hope is
4: removed, and there, and this is at a time, I went to what's called a doc hearing. Um. It's basically the parole board. They're telling me you're gonna that you sat in front of a parole board. They say you're gonna go in 15 years. They says I want you to get a vocation. I want you to get your GED. I want you to stay out of trouble. I want you to
0: do self help classes. So okay, so oh, that's good. Thank you, dog. So that's so Excuse so. Me, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. So oh. so you had there was light at the end of the fucking tunnel, bro. Like well, you you had it. You weren't. They gave you life, but because of that program and maybe your age and this and that, if you you would have fucking, like, you know, followed that path, you could have been out in 15 years.
4: But check this out. After they told me that, get the vocation, get the GED, stay out of trouble, do the self-help groups. I said, Mr. Commissioner, if I check every one of those boxes and, and I don't get in any trouble, can I go home one day? This dude laughed at me. He said, your parole officer hasn't even been born yet
0: oh god damn it
4: and this is i'm already in this space where i'm hopeless you know i'm i'm fully engaged immersed in this life and and they did that to me they said that to me
0: your pro officer hasn't even been born yet
4: which ultimately ended up being true (laughs) you know i mean he likely hadn't been born yet at that point
0: you know wow bro that's heavy, bro.
4: And this is the, the, the early to mid-90s. The, there was no education. There, there's no such thing as self-help groups. They, these things just didn't exist. They throw a handball and a basketball in the yard and say yard recalls in three hours. There's none of that, you know. Nobody was going home. Pete Davidson was on the news. Uh, that he, he campaigned for that, you know. Strong prison reform, super, uh, super predators. Um, if you have life, you're dying. You know the, what they said back then. You you have all day. Yeah. They used to. I I I used to refer to myself as life for lonely sometimes.
0: Life for lonely.
4: I'm almost messed around and tattooed it on me. Thank God I did. Man.
0: Yeah. No, you'd be at Homeboys Industry right now, standing in that yeah. fucking tattoo fucking removal line. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, bro. So you, you get through the, uh, did you have any situations uh, while in Pelican Bay in, in doing your shoe program or was the two years pretty, you know, pretty smooth? Did yeah. your time got out?
4: Yeah, for the most part, um, yeah, for the most part it was good. Uh, you know, there were, it was incident free in, in, during that stage. Yeah, and right. then everybody's single man cell too, so you yeah. don't really have access to shit, right? Yeah, every morning, you know, the COs come through. They open the tray slot. They push it through. Um, if you go anywhere, you turn around, back up. They cuff you up. So, um, you know, there's no there's no human contact with anybody unless you know they brush your hand while they're putting the cuffs on you.
0: So what was uh, what what was your favorite tray out the week that came in that slot? Do you remember?
4: Yeah, uh, SOS. SOS, oh, that's
0: yeah. SOS is bomb. shit on shingles, baby.
4: I used to say I like my shingles shitty, and my rice crispy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. shit! back just in time. Yeah, they, they used to come, they used to come with the biscuits, you know, the little the little butter on oh, yeah. there. The biscuits and gravy. we would we would put them on the light to heat them up, like
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a bomb ass meal. Yeah.
0: So reading, uh, self reflection d- during this time, um, obviously uh, working out. Yeah. Mandatory, Rutina, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? Um, are you drawing? How are you occupying your time and mind during the, the time in Pelican Bay?
4: I've always written. I like to write. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of letters. You know, I used to write essays. Writing is how I taught myself. You know, I would write um, and my, my thoughts and, and what I stood for, what I believe would evolve through my writing. So um, I, I would have stacks, 20 pages, just of me working out ideas on paper.
0: You know, bro, I love that. I'm going to give that applause right there, dog. Because I did the same thing, too, bro. Yeah. I did the same you thing, too. You understand me, yeah. Yeah. I love writing, bro. I, I, was, I was writing poetry. I was writing rap. I thought I was writing a script at one time. I was sure. just like, bro, like I would just write, bro. And that was like my outlet, bro. You know? I, I really... Some people tattoo, some people yeah. pick cups, you I mean there's a million things you can do in there. I Not a million things, but there's yeah. there's projects to get yourself yeah, involved. I, can, in. I can't
4: draw worth nothing. Yeah. I can handwrite, you know, fancy, but I can't draw worth nothing.
0: Yeah. It, I mean it was a sad day when you seen Lucky in the day room. At, a fucking, at one of the tables <laughs> with fucking cards, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You knew I, I, I fucking, I owed some money Times on me. I got rough. a fucking, yeah, yeah, the money order didn't land, dog. Yeah, and yeah. I had this little stencil card thing that I would do every time that oh, I dog. worked it you to a craft since want, 18 years old, dog, in the county jail, dog. These little fucking flowers on the corners with these leaves that come out. You've seen them oh, before, dog. And, the then, and then <laughs> you powder shade it <laughs> out, dog. And then you put the name, or I love you, happy <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day, dog. For toothpaste and a Five off the shelf or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and, and trip out, dog. I wouldn't even just. I would do the like the little part, the border, but I'd always have to. Hey, dog, you got the good handwriting, dog. Yeah, yeah. Put this right here, you know what I mean? You know, all right, I got you, fool. You know what I mean? And I see you over there, you know what I mean? But they was sad when you see Lucky in the, yeah, and the yeah, motherfucking yeah. block, homie, with cars on the table, bro. Your boy's hurting, dog. Five yeah, suits. Yeah. Damn, bro. So Motherfucker, feel sorry for you and throw you a chili packet or something, dog. You know what I mean? Like, how me put some of this on your eggs. You be hungry, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, um, that's yeah. We laughing, and yeah. we are gonna be crying. Yeah. Then we are gonna be basking. We're gonna be praising the Lord. Yeah, Saying thank you. You know what I mean? Hoodstocks is crazy like that, dog. Um, yeah. Um, and it's just vibes and frequencies that we run off around here. Um. So you wrote a lot. I mean, did you write a, Did you ever write a book or anything? Think about doing anything like that? Um, I wrote a lot of short stories. Um. I attempted a
4: book. Um, I still actually have, you know, the original manuscript that I was writing called "Brutal Youth." It was sort of our story, uh, growing up. You wow. know, me and my friends. Um,
0: we gotta publish that. Yeah,
4: I, I, I you know, we, we, me and uh, Matt, we talked
0: about revisiting that and potentially doing that. Absolutely, you know? bro. Yeah. Any it's, publishers out there? We got a yeah. wide range of audience. Yeah. Any publishers out there? Or the people that uh, help someone get something like that off the off the ground, shit, hit my DM. His information is going to be in the description after the podcast we, um, yeah we got content too yeah, yeah absolutely dog and this is all about you know trying to you know network baby, as we tell the story dog um so you wrote a lot of that's cool and you have all this stuff too still yeah. Yes, that's that's dope. And so after getting out of Pelican Bay, where do we go from there?
4: Right back to Salinas.
0: Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, at this point, too, you don't got to worry about seeing those dudes. Not that you'd be worried about seeing them because they'd probably be worried to see you. But at this point in the system, on file, you guys can't be on a yard together no more. Correct?
4: Yeah. No. Any um, conflict between anybody, you get placed on enemy lists and you'll, you'll never cross paths again.
0: Okay. But if you did... It's, let's not talk about that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah because we, we gotta we gotta we gotta change man now yeah, yeah, you know yeah, um so you go back to salinas valley do you go back to the same yard
4: no i, I was on c yard i went back to d yard okay yeah okay um
0: same same built you know same caliber of people just uh you know d- different yard yeah. that time in california shit you can go to a lot of same yards. Yeah. Same caliber, same built type yeah. of people, bro. And it was a, it, back then it seemed like a small world.
4: The level fours, uh, it, it seemed like a smaller world back then. Everybody knew everybody, names were familiar, you know, as opposed to now it's, it seems like it's a little bit more spread open. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think, well, since the, like the hunger strikes and everything sure. like that, yeah. uh, it changed the system. And, you know, then we got uh, Gavin Newsom as the governor now. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of things have changed, I believe, just from a, a lot of different elements. Right? Yeah,
4: he's signing a lot of bills. He's, he's, he's been helpful in the movement in the prison reform.
0: Yeah. Um, so we go to Salinas Valley, bro. Well, How are we moving from there? How long are we there at this time?
4: Um, I stayed there when I go back in 2000, about 2003. Um, I stayed there for two more years. Um, it, it was a completely different experience from my first time because um, now I have a little more education. Uh, I'm still the, the new guy in the block. You know, right. by, by no stretch in, 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 in my playing with the big players or anything like that. But.
0: Um, you got a little notch under your belt, though. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah. came from the bay, baby. You came from the back, dog. Yeah. You know what was I mean? Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you looked at a whole lot different than the other yeah. young dudes at your age, bro. Yeah. 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 Absolutely.
2: No way different.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, the mindset at that time, okay, he showed what he's about. And at that time, you know, it was about a. Aggression and violence—that this is how you promote yourself. This is how you how you elevate.
0: Yeah, you it's know? how you move up in the ranks. Sure. Yeah.
4: Um, so, <laughs> by, by that time, I had um, developed a, um, a drug habit. At that time, too, uh, you know, uh, the heroin became a problem for me.
0: Were you using while you're in the in the Bay? No. Okay. No. no. Um,
4: yeah. When I got back there, and you know, you're you're welcomed back, and you know, you're you're given welcome home gifts yeah yeah you know, yeah it's yeah. yeah. so like christmas
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but a prison christmas yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: and i kept reminding them man remember what i did over there remember i smashed and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: keep
4: that shit coming yeah. baby
0: yeah
2: um he goes cuartito yeah, yeah
4: yeah so yeah it was pretty much the same um uh, i did you know there were no incidents involving me just you know Constant on the yard, you know, there were murders, there were lockdown, officers getting assaulted, people getting killed, uh, riots. And uh, I I ended up skating through, I ended up going to Tehachapi after that. We were on lockdown for about two years. And I became uh, the 270, like what we talked about earlier, 270 yeah. design. And how was that? Um, it was great because Tehachapi was on this side of the grapevine. So it was easier for my family to come see me. I was getting visits every weekend as opposed to Salinas. Uh, they would have to book a hotel in two days in advance, travel the 12 hours to come see me. It, it, it was a difficult trip, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times they will leave on Friday. Uh, somebody gets killed Friday night and there's no visit Saturday, uh, you yeah. know, which is, it, it's, it's horrible for the
0: family. I, you know? I don't family know why they do that, no bro. Honestly, Saturday, bro, yeah. I, I get it, bro. Like the, yeah, the, 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 the facility, this prison is on lockdown. So all visits are canceled. But God damn it, dog, when they fucking traveling. Yeah. From like, far as fuck? I mean, they yeah. should at least give you a motherfucking window visit, dog. But yeah. man, that's a cold fucking thing. Because yeah. so I've seen a lot of homies, bro, that that shit happened to. I was never getting too many visits and shit, dog. You know what I mean? Um, but
2: nobody wanted to go see your ass
0: though (laughs) 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 fucking invisible tear just rolled down my shit but I swear to you (laughs) 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 is there a little shiny spot right there yeah um but I seen a lot of dudes, bro, they're about never they fucking dressed up. They borrowed the boots on me. Yeah. You know, sometimes the homie got the flyest, shiniest boots and it's your size, dog. He got the visiting boots. You know what I mean? Never get yeah. taken out of the yard. They get put up right there in that motherfucking locker, dog, and they stay shiny, dog. You know what I mean? You can fucking shave off them bitches, dog. Nice. But uh, but yeah, you yeah. but out. Go get the visit. Pop. You know what I mean? Shut and, it down. Yeah.
4: This is in the time of Levi's and, and, and the blue shirts. We used to get the yes. uh, the J C pennies with the white buttons and the stafford's baby yeah it's it's the stafford and it's hung up with plastic trash bag around it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. plastic hey Preston,
0: <clears throat> I see where they're tiktokking over there dog I send you a text if you can give me a, a, a glass of wine please
3: yeah, because Would
0: well, well, I just right put him on blast that? right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What a dick. He fucked up. Hey, his dog, excuse selfie. me. I see you TikTok it <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok it is like the That's biggest way to yeah, try get like at somebody. Hell yeah. <laughs> he was doing a selfie all the way up yeah, like this, yeah, dog.
2: Yeah, in the middle of his fucking TikTok. <laughs> don't <even know> what <laughs> <the> fuck?
0: <laughs> TikTok. I mean, uh, technology has got to be fucking crazy for you right now, bro. Yeah, I don't even
4: uh, understand TikTok yet. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know what I'm doing.
2: Do you have social media right now? Too? Yeah, like, I, I, I have an
4: Instagram. Oh. Um, yes. I have a Facebook. Okay. I, I, I move slow with it, you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get into the, that part of the story, um, but it's it's most definitely fucking interesting, brother. Yeah, you know I mean, so I mean, you skate through uh, Selena's, You said you're there for two years. Where are you going from there? And how far are we deep in our sentence now?
4: Um, I'm about seven, six, seven years in at that point.
0: Okay. Yeah. Bro, you've done 29 years, bro. Are we going to be able to put this shit on one podcast, bro? <laughs> God damn it. we at the seven-year mark, dog. I mean, wh- where do we go from there at the seven-year mark, bro?
4: So uh, we go to Tehachapi, and uh, this is a 270 yard. You know, it's wide open. Um, I lasted I, I lasted two months, and uh, the gang unit came and picked me up, and I, they put me in the hole. Uh they received some information that, that I had weapons, um, that um, I was trying to assert some kind of authority on the yard. So they came and got me, and and I went to the whole, and my stay there was done. I ended up uh, in the shoe there again for about two
0: years. Two years? Yeah. yeah. To Hatchby Shoe. Yeah, to Hatchby Shoe. Got you.
4: And this is, it's in the snow. They call it the city of Four Seasons. So when it's hot, it's hot. When it's cold, it's snowing. You know, when it's windy, it's blowing. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: the city of four seasons. Yeah. yeah.
4: Welcome. Yeah, Ned, <laughs> the, but the, the, the only upside of being in that prison is the cells, the windows in the cells go from the floor to the ceiling. And you're out in the middle of the woods. So you stand in your window, it's the nature channel oh, in the shit. back. Like yeah. you're seeing wildlife running up and down hills. You know, so that was good. And we had the Laker channel and and the car chases. That was about the greatest thing about that place.
0: I mean, how many times, let's be honest, bro. How many times did you stand in that fucking window butt naked, dog, jacking (laughs) off to a rabbit? Like, man, that's a nice furry tail right there.
2: Chasing that bitch across the (laughs) desert. Every time Lucky's fucking Sally left the cell, you know his ass was butt naked right there. With his fucking cheeks against the fucking window and (laughs) shit.
0: Cheeks against the window. That's me trying to get an unlock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Showers, right, yeah. An extra shower. Yeah, an extra shower. Yeah, yeah. I see that motherfucking uh, that that, that uh, guard in the tower. Yeah. Always looking in my window. Yeah. Uh, let me give him a little bit of cheek. Let me get some extra <laughs> <SOS on birthday. laughs> S-O-S. Yeah. Yeah. yeah We like. What do we do? We like our we like our S O S shitty and our rice crispy. Is yeah. that what you said, bro? Yeah. Single shitty and the rice crispy. Yeah, there you go, I'm, baby. I went
2: the Grand Slams before you left. Um, were they foul balls Or were they grand slams I mean Foul balls Yeah <laughs> He's always got Foul <laughs> balls in his mind dog. <laughs> What the fuck bro <laughs> K-9 I mean, is yeah. just
0: getting incorporated into this system right here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I like it. I'm trying. shit. You're doing good, baby. Just ease up on it. Yeah. No, i just fuck with you. Do your
1: thing.
0: <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? The Grand Slams have changed over the years, so it's a, it's, a, it's a fucking legit question, dog. You know what I mean? The Grand Slams and yeah. fucking, they used to give you bacon and bop, bop, bop and whoop, fired, whoop, whoop. And, and then all of a sudden, dog, you had a fucking, I don't know what the fuck was on it, dog. Some yeah. bullshit, dog. Yeah.
4: That had nothing involved with the chicken. No matter what the tray was, I made a sandwich out of it. No matter what it was, I put it between two pieces of bread and ate it.
0: 100%, bro. I mean, that's the, I mean, that's the, I mean, that's what meat and potato dudes type of do, bro. Yeah. Like, we're going to just smash everything together. But at this point, you're learned to do this already because we're making spreads. And it's just kind of like what we do now, dog. I still do this to this day, dog. It's easy to smash everything together, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and And enjoy it like that because you just yeah. have levels of just bomb ingredients. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to that level That's the mashed potatoes Yeah 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 right, now This is the motherfucking Anyways bro uh, And you know The crazy thing too
4: Is prison destroyed um, Food for me Because it was was I, I ate just to Be full Like there was Nothing enjoyable You know I, I haven't, I haven't, since I've been out here, I still, like, I scarf things down. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, the other She's day I was, yeah, I think my mom or my sister told me, come up for air already. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're down there,
0: I'm waiting for next row. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And let's go. Shit, dog. You Can't know? take you to no restaurants right yeah. now, yeah, dog. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I was at, Yeah, I was at Norm's, and I, I think I smacked that whole thing in about a minute. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chugging no. milk, like, yeah. <laughs> Chugging, Chugging
1: milk.
2: milk. God you damn it. Picture, you had a picture of milk and shit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: that's crazy, bro. It's funny too, dog. Yeah. I mean, but it lost your appetite of food. I mean, not your just the way you eat food. It, it has it, but you'll get to a point, bro, being out, bro, and you start your taste buds will change one thousand percent because my taste buds, bro, have just like they flourished and they're a little expensive sometimes. You know what I mean? Sure. Or, you know, but it's okay though, dog. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it tells you that you've been out for a while and yeah. it's a it's a good sign. Um, but I I, I get that now that you're that point of how you did it twenty nine years, but I I've had a little. Taste of that, bro. Um, you said he uh, went back. So two years again into Tehachapi Shoe. Yeah. Okay. How was it in Tehachapi Shoe? Um, comparison to Pelican yeah, Bay, bro.
4: It's it's uh, a lot more mellow, a lot more relaxed. Um, plus, you're closer. It feels like the closer you are in a prison to Southern California, the more relaxed the prison is. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that has to do with you know, the, generally the most people in prison are from Southern California. You know, L.A., the Valley, things like that. So when you're so far up north, you're detached from that. You know, you're not getting visits. You know, you're getting treated a certain way. A yard is a certain way. And it it, it brings out that, that, that animal side in people, I think.
0: Yeah, bitch. Well, shit, dog. Why do you think they put fucking... It- it's all a money scheme, baby. Sure, you that's know, why they know what they're built. doing. Yeah, yeah that's fuck why yeah,
4: they, they go to the middle of nowhere
0: yeah. where they yeah. make it,
4: because they know, you know. Trying to
0: make you suffer, yeah. suffer. Yeah. And they know I mean, families
4: are impoverished. They know it's difficult for them to visit. It, yeah. It's by design that that prison family's not going to go fucking
2: every week and all the way to fuck. Sure. what is yeah.
4: it, fucking. And those visits are expensive. Oh. They're, yeah, hard. Bro. they're hard. They're yeah, hard. It's no. a hard trip. Yeah, you bro.
0: If you fucking, most of the families are driving, bro. You know, 12, 16, 18 hours type of shit. Yeah. You know, straight shot. Who knows? Maybe they had a little money to get a Momo the night before. Yeah. And then they got to get go through. I mean, I, I'll be hearing that sometimes they're having, you know, with families coming in, they got to deal with like, you know, maybe some fucked up. COs, but then you got the COs that are out there that are seeing the little pretty honeys coming in and shit, dog. And yeah. they they fucking short stopping that shit oh, like yeah. a motherfucker, Hell dog. Yeah. Bro, I hear it all the time. I've had a couple visits, bro, and 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 they that information has been relayed to me handily, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean they're yeah. like, fuck, you doing here to see this dude? Yeah, shit, get my number, girl. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. they Come they, on, they. dog, they for sure. Yeah. And fuck. so and so you had a, it sounds like in to Shoe, you know uh, the sun was shining a little bit brighter right there.
4: It, it was. A little more relaxed, yeah. You know, a little more relaxed,
0: and more and more relaxed in, in how you said it too. And you said in regards to when there's guys that are happier, <laughs> yeah. right? There's potentially less madness to happen. So the closer you are, some some of these dudes can get visits, and we got a little more positivity running through the fucking things because there's people that aren't getting visits, but the ones that are is bringing a different, you know, what I mean, uh, morale to the situation of of the whatever car you're from, right? You know. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense, dog. That makes a 100% set, sense. So two years and you're out of there, bro. Yeah. Um,
4: from there was the Corcoran. Um, they called it SADF, the Substance Abuse Treatment Facility. I don't know why they call it. There's
0: no type of Substance Abuse Treatment Facility. It sounds a, good to the fucking, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, all the, all the yeah, huh? To the public. To yeah, the public yeah. and everyone else is putting billions of dollars actually, in the system. There,
4: there was like a minimum yard, like a one yard. That's where Robert Downey Jr. did his time. Yeah. But they had a... a um, the level
0: four one eighty yard right there too. But
2: isn't Corcoran where they had the fight, supposedly or something like that? Yeah, that was in the Corcoran shoe, those
0: wars. okay. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so how was it there you go to Corcoran, bro?
2: Um
4: that was probably uh the most treacherous place um after Salinas that I've ever been. Um there's literally nothing there. You're a you're you're a porter, which you know, a tear tender, you clean the tiers or you work yard crew. There's literally nothing else. I hate a yard crew, bro. You 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 go to yard, um they, they, somebody's gonna get stabbed. You go on lockdown for six months. You come back off. Somebody gets stabbed. You go, the majority of my time there was spent in the cell.
0: You know, it was just constant lockdowns from different races and yeah, everybody. I mean, yeah. everybody else, right? Yeah, yeah. So most of the time you're there on lockdown. You know what I mean? And sometimes it, you know, lockdown can keep you out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah down can get you fucking lowered down to the next level. Yeah, like, damn, reals. my points dropped. Hell sure, yeah, for right. real.
2: That's, that's for sure what yeah. it does. And I
4: kind of cherish those moments because it's it's just a, it's it's just almost like a break. It's almost like a vacation, you know, from the madness. Like, you can sit down and, you know, that's when I was devouring books and, and, and educating myself alone inside my cell. Somebody had told me, uh, it's not the four walls, but it's within the four walls that defines your cell. So my cell, you know, a college,
1: whatever it is. Yeah, bro.
0: I feel that, bro. Hell yeah. I feel that. You ain't got to go to a mandatory yard. You ain't got to get up for breakfast. I mean, everything is brought to you, bro. You know, yeah. I mean, you are still running your little program inside the cell and shit with your cellie. Yeah. I mean, how was your? I mean, how was your cellie at the time?
4: I had a good cellie. Uh, we were on the same page. I, you know, I imposed that. On mandatory on myself, you know, uh, I, I would I would even on the lockdown. I, I didn't want to get lazy. I know one day would turn into two, turn into three, turn t- into a month, and you, I didn't. You, you, ha-
2: you got to have a good program though, for sure. It is.
4: And yeah. especially from my perspective, I,
0: I my perspective, I, I viewed myself as a soldier in an army. Yeah, so you know, yeah. Um, I, elite. Yeah. yeah, you were probably a hard. Yeah. If 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 you had a celly that really wasn't about all that stuff, ah, you, were hard, that you were probably a hard. You are probably a hard dude to be having to sell with potentially. Yeah. Yeah. No,
4: I had I, I had a really good celly, um throughout that time. You know, we wake up and, you know, we do our workouts, our burpees. I go down, he comes up. You know, we got the music. Mm. You know, we do our bird bath, make our spread. Uh, you know, turn on some, some, some oldies or something smooth, and just just read, write letters, kick back.
0: You know? Man. Sounds so peaceful, dog. Yeah, it's, But it is peace. Yeah. It's peace. And, and, and it's, it's, honestly, bro, to me, that sounds peaceful. Why? Because I've been there. But to some of you guys, you guys are just like, man, fuck that. I'm locked in a closet yeah. and I got to figure out a fucking 24 7 program I got to run. And be, <laughs> within these, but like you said, it's not within the walls, it's what's yeah. between the ears, right? And it's, it's literally survival mode. I mean, I've
4: seen people sleep. Uh, for weeks during the lockdown and and, and, and you shit. watch the mental deterioration. Yeah, bro. That's you watch t- these people slowly break down. There's some people that just stay stuck on the TV. If you unplug that TV, you probably unplug them. Oh, you know, they're yeah, gone. Oh, yeah, that's it, the it's dangerous. life right there. Oh, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: It's that, dangerous. That's some real shit right there. If you unplug that TV, you're probably unplugging them. I mean, nobody likes a celly that doesn't get up out of his motherfucking bed. Homie, you gotta be up. The mattress gotta be rolled up, dog. It's program, program time, baby. Yeah, that man. door ain't gonna get cracked, dog, but we got a whole, yeah. we got we a lot got a of shit going. Yeah. We got you a thing. lot of shit going on in this small fucking yeah. space, yeah. dog. Yeah. You got a
2: whole day until they fucking, it's time to fucking go around and they fucking lock the fucking doors down. Until yeah. the that's bar that's box? It. That's when, That's when yeah. the shoes come off. That's, oh,
4: yeah. Oh, uh, really when the bar box that's the only time that you're ever safe
0: in, okay. in those environments you know well wow. and wh- and for those that don't know the bar box is
4: it's at the end of the day it's a lock that the seals
0: pull down that
4: it, it bar box the door so there's no cer- there's no accidentally opening the door that door's yeah. not opening there's and, no slip
0: and it's simultaneously too yeah you can
4: hear it yeah <laughs> yeah and then you, you know it's when the shoes come off and you can breathe you can you can yeah, relax yeah, it's it down
1: relax time yeah
0: very, very interesting, brother. Very. And it's
4: it's crazy because even my best day in prison doesn't compare to my worst day out here, you know? Well, yeah, that makes a whole
0: lot of sense, yeah. bro. Even Absolutely. even Yeah,
4: even your good times, you, you get caught up in a laugh or a good moment, and then I got a life sentence, I'm dying in here. It, you get brought back down to reality, grounded really quick, you know?
0: I mean, is there any, at this point in stage, in doing your time, is is all hope still lost
4: yeah it, it didn't come yet at that point okay. it, it didn't come yet at that point um i often wonder to myself had it had the opportunity would i have t- would i have seized it you know because I, I i was really screwed up inside my head i was twisted up at that point i always wonder had the opportunity come you know because i was still a little bit younger at that point i might have been 28 29 or something like that you know but yeah there there was there was no hope Nobody was going. Uh, people, They were opening people's door for a uh, parole board, and they were refusing it.
0: You know Why were they refusing it? N- nobody. Oh, the, the, the parole board was refusing it. No, the, uh, the, the convicts, the guys in prison. <sighs> That's what I thought I heard you yeah. say. When,
4: when Why would they do that? You look at the statistics from, from 92, I want to say up until 2010, two people paroled. One of them was a woman, and, and another one, uh, it, it was a man, and he got his parole reversed. So nobody went home. God, From what year to what year? Say that again? I want to say 92 to about 2010, 11, Nobody. I seen an old man one time go, this guy, this guy had an A number. This he was down something like 42 years, walked over with a slump, couldn't even stand up straight, he hadn't had a ride up in about 25 years, had every trade, had everything, and they denied him.
2: That's some wow. bullshit. Though. You know?
4: Yeah. Wow, bro. So yeah, the the hope, there was no hope at that point.
0: <laughs> bro, that is that is some fucking Honestly, bro, that's just that's just a different level of a mind state, bro. To thank God that I would I've never had to experience, bro. Your door gets cracked open for you to go to a parole board hearing to let you go home potentially. to let you go home potentially, and these dudes are refusing it just because of the what they see around them going on. Nobody's going home. They ain't even letting that old man go home with the the slump you said. No? Like, what the fuck? That fool gonna do. That fool got days, not years left in his life, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, damn, that is ruthless, bro. That's a ruthless fucking system, bro. But then again, the devil's advocate says they deserve what they got. And yeah, they don't deserve to go home. I mean, did you deserve to go home at that time?
4: No. Uh, Absolutely not. Uh, it it would have, absolutely not. It wouldn't have been good. I would have, I would have done a turn around and come straight back. I wasn't ready. You weren't ready. Thank God, nothing happened. I had an appeal going. Thank God that appeal was denied.
0: You know. That's
2: fucking crazy. That's, that's crazy. deep right there, dog. Yo, yeah, that's super yeah, deep. That's
0: a man right there. That's a man speaking right there. A man. I will tell you right now, that's hey, that. That is not the dude that went in, and that's not the dude. You know, at what the, the age we at right now in this journey. Brian, Lonely, James, Journey, remember the name, remember this name. Because I believe, man, this, bro, you you're gonna be destined. You you were. This is for a reason, bro. You believe in God. You believe in spirituality. I mean, your foundation, your roots, right? You know, and and you have a bigger purpose. But we'll get to we'll get to that, bro. You know what I mean? So people are denying fucking board hearings. Everybody's like, fuck it, homie. This is what it is. Yeah. We're going to bang this bitch out, dog. You know what I mean? Like, talking about to the casket drop type of shit. You hear that fool be like, leaving the car all drunk to the casket drop, dog. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's like, bro, you do not want to be put in that position, my no, G. Not, you yeah. neither do I. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but these, these are dudes that are that that, that, that living this shit, breathing this shit, shitting this shit, pissing this shit. I mean, bro, where are we going from there, bro? You know what I mean?
4: Um... Sad if I I ended up I got caught um, with a weapon in my cell went to the hole um, uh, I I spent about six months there and they sent me to uh, New Delano Kern Valley State Prison what they what they referred to as a super 180 it was four yards uh, which were all 180 yards and um, was I enjoyed it because it was it was Bakersfield it was closer to home that's that's really kind of what mattered the most and. Um, same thing as as everything else.
0: And those cells are huge. Yeah,
4: they are. The 180 cells are, are a lot bigger. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Fuck, yeah. dog. This motherfucker's biggest cell I've ever been in. Yeah. That wasn't, I was just, I did a layover there, so, hey, you know. Yeah. Wrote <laughs> <laughs> up real quick, wrote my name on the wall, and bounced yeah. out <laughs> to the next prison, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Lucky, don't act like you've been there. Well, I, s- I spent the a night there. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> Lucky trying to add that shit to his resume. It's like this part is denied, sir. <laughs> you know? So I'm trying to get that job, dog. Yeah. Super gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um. You go there, bro, and how's how's life right there? How long do we stay there?
4: Um, I was there from 2006. Uh, the, be- the end of two thousand six till two thousand and nine, um, it was uneventful on my part. Um, nothing nothing major happened. You know, typical. You know, one eighty yard. You know. You know the violence, the assaults. You know uh, the drug use. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. You know the, the that thing it keeps spinning. Yeah. Um, so are you. At that point. Um, I've been down for a little while, um, you know. I've been doing things, so uh, I'm asserting my, my, my thoughts on on things that are happening on the yard. And um, in 2009 is when uh, I got grabbed up by the gang squad and, and um, put in
0: the shoe permanently. They validate you.
4: Yeah, I got validated.
0: Okay. So it's kind of something that you've been working up to. It's part of the the process. Yeah. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the process you know, it's a graduation day for a person that's in his position at the time, you know? And you're moving you, up in the ranks. Yeah,
4: and if you look at it, I mean, it, as I look back in, in, in hindsight, if, 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 if you do everything that you're supposed to do, um, you, know, you know, you put in work and you, your reward is, is a box for the rest of your life. That was it, that's the reward. You yeah. get to be in the shoe
0: forever. Yeah, it's, it's a box. With, it's a big box, too, with a ribbon around it, yeah. nicely wrapped, <laughs> you know? Beautiful two-inch mat. You can't pick you know, it up and shake it to see yeah. what's in it, you know I no. mean? Because it's too heavy, yeah. you know? Yeah. But what you can do is you can shine the shit out that motherfucking toilet, maybe, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. so you can see yourself. If yeah. they have those, you know, yeah. if they got the silver bullets right there. Yeah,
4: they still so got them. You get that right sandpaper. Yeah. yeah like With in. the toothpaste? Powder?
2: Yeah, yeah, with the, the, the tooth powder. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you get validated, and where are we going from there? Uh, from Kern Valley, I went to uh, Corcoran Shoe. Corcoran Shoe. Yeah. Okay. And so you had been into Hatchby. You first were in Pelican Bay, then you were into Hatchby. Now you're in Corcoran Shoe. I mean, you're hitting all the fucking. You know, what I mean, you you hitting all the right. You know, yeah. the the checklist, bro. Is I mean, you're going through that checklist yeah. pretty quick,
4: bro. Yeah, all four corners of the earth. You yeah. you know what you're doing. At, at at that point,
0: yeah. You know what you're doing.
4: I had come into myself. Um, yeah, I knew how to navigate and move by that point.
0: So you're in Corcoran yeah. Shoe validated. I mean, how much uh, when 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 you're validated. Um, I mean, how much time are they giving you? Are you indefinite shoe?
4: Um, snitch parole or die is what they say. That's the only way out.
0: Snitch parole or die, to get out of the Corcoran shoe. Yeah, and and that's probably uh, an officer telling you that.
4: Yeah, I mean, it was the common it was the common phrase. Yeah, you know? wow. yeah, yeah,
0: right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Only way to get out of here, you got to snitch. What is it, snitch, die? Or parole. Or parole. I
4: wasn't snitching. I wasn't going to parole. So, again, I accepted a a hopeless reality uh, that I was in cell 53, uh, single cell, nine years in the same cell. And I remember thinking to myself, this is my tomb. I'm literally in my tomb right now. Did you have a celly? No, they didn't, they, uh, the majority of, I would say about 85% of people in the Corcoran shoe at the time didn't have cellies.
0: So you did nine years in the Corcoran shoe on this, at this point? In the same cell. In the same cell, uh-huh. you said 58?
4: Yeah, sell, no, cell 53.
0: 53, yeah. I apologize. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you spend nine years in one cell, you will most definitely remember that fucking number.
4: I know, yeah, I know. I'm intimately familiar with every crack in that cell, you know, every
0: groove in the bunk, Yeah, you know it well. It's kind of like the first phone number.
3: Yeah.
0: It's kind of like the first address you ever lived at. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And your address is a two-digit address, you know, followed with a P.O. box. Yeah. How do we get through nine years being locked in a fucking box not a not not no celly a single man box i mean that's a lot of that that box is small but in your mind it gives you it's so small that it gives your mind a lot of room to wander off
4: yeah and there would be days it man it's crazy i haven't thought about this in a long time but there'll be days when you're in there and you're in there 23 hours a day um and, and some days you don't go out there'll be days you don't go out and you know i'm, I'm folding up my clothes and moving this book around I, put up a picture and make a picture frame and just doing little things to pass the time
0: and you look up and like 10 hours are gone. I mean, yeah, making a picture frame, bro, is there's a lot of process to it. Like explain making a picture frame. Well, you know, you get, you're get you going to get the paper and you're going to roll it up
4: nice, nice and slow and you're going to make it hard with the soap. You know, you're going to attach it to another one. These are intricate things. Like, you know, I wasn't the best at it, but there's some guys that literally made chess pieces out of bread, <laughs> like dried it out, shellacked them with something. There's guys in there painting with M&M's. I'm talking beautiful portraits. The stuff that you see in there, it, it, it's, it's crazy. A lot of artistic motherfuckers in bro, there,
0: bro. I've, I've had my mind blown too many times in there. And that might sound fucked up, but that's not what I'm talking about, you nasty motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we
1: know
0: what you're talking about, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Tell your truth, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna come clean. I'm gonna come clean. Yeah, yeah. Sharika and cell 58. He's <laughs> just uh, spilling liquid soap. <laughs> Sharika, a.k.a. Tyrone. No, um... Honestly, bro, fuck, dog. Motherfuckers get a needle, dog. Yeah. And they pick these plastic cups and put ink and do all this shit, bro, and it's like like a, a perfect portrait, dog, with holes. I mean, bro, like, the geniuses. Yeah. That, dude, dudes find the genius in themselves locked in these cages, and they're like, damn, I, can you imagine? I'm good at this shit, like a motherfucker, and it's easy, too, and everyone else is fucking, like, you know, just yeah. like praising me for this shit. Man, can you imagine what I could have done with my life?
2: You could either go insane or become a professional at, at whatever you want to learn, bro. Yeah. yeah.
0: Picture frames, dog, are cool, dog. You roll them up with the newspaper, you wet them, you yeah. know what I mean? You put a little soap for glue, whatnot, shit, dog. And then you got to put a fucking 45-degree uh, angle. Yeah, you, get, exactly. you get your razor blade or whatever, dog, cut a 45-degree angle on that shit. And you got to get a bunch of them, dog, so they all line up. And, you know, you don't have a measuring tape, so you got to kind of, like, eyeball this shit, make it right. And then you just put them around each other like that, dog. And then you put a little backing on it. Maybe you can use the, uh, the, the hard side of the paper yeah. notebook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, put the back in on that right. shit. And then they make a frame, they make the, the the thing that kicks out and holds the picture up. Bro, you go in a motherfucker's you go in a motherfucker's cell, dog, and you're just like, God damn it, dog. Yeah. This shit is motherfucking artwork in this <laughs> bitch, <laughs> dog.
4: And the oatmeal is glue. Yeah. If you take the oatmeal, remember the oatmeal? Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's it that thing will hold anything, a pull up bar on the wall, you know?
0: Fuck, yeah. that's why that shit come out like a softball every goddamn time, dog. Yeah. Yeah. You get that bloomp in the toilet, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. And your Sully just looks at you like this because you didn't even put the curtain up. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Come on, dog. Put yeah. the curtain up. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just fine I wasn't that Sully, dog. <laughs> I did it to my homeboy Cricket, my older homie, because he got pissed when I would take a piss and I would stand up. He, he was mad about that dog and then he was even more mad about it because I wouldn't put the curtain and he had the bottom bunk dog and it, but I only do it because it's my homie dog yeah, yeah, you feel me dog yeah, Like from my hood from my room, bro For sure. you feel me dog yeah, yeah, but I do, I've do. i done a, a lot of things with a lot of other homies and we became homies like from my hood like yeah. they're my family baby you know what I mean sure, yeah. we sellies, dog like shit to the fucking casket drop let's yeah. go dog you know what I mean um, but I do give that fool a hard time about that shit and I apologize for sharing that story they're like lucky. talk let him talk shut the fuck up <laughs> It's the cocaine I did. Um, no, we don't do that here. And so, nine years, bro, in there, dog, is fucking crazy, bro. I mean, when the hunger strikes, was that around the hunger strikes, bro?
4: Yeah. Um, I'm going to say I, I had a, um, a moment of clarity. I had, a, I had a huge moment in my life in, um, in, in the shoe. Um, I talked about my grand—my grandmother visited me almost every weekend. This lady was the love of my life. She was my best friend. Shout out to Grandma.
0: Yeah, baby. yeah. Absolutely. Love you, Grandma. Yeah. She looking down on you right now, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So um, she would come to visit
4: with my mom uh, every other week. And I went out there in um, December of 2011 and my mom came to the window and I'm, where's Nan? Where's Nan at? And I see my mom, her face flinch. Yeah. She just shook her head. I said, what happened? She said Nan died. The phone fell. I, I, there's not much I remember. I hit the floor in that moment. And um, the visit, we had about 45 minutes left. You know, the officers, they're cold. They come and cuff you up. And as they're escorting me out, um, the gang squad pulls up. You know, they're listening to all the phone calls. They say, you want to hug your mom right now? Whew, let's go. Give me some information. Oh, let's yeah. not go. Yeah, let's not go. <laughs> I was so pissed. Uh, I, I was getting ready to spit in this dude's face. But I just told a CO man, take me back to my cell. So as, as we're walking to the cell, as you're walking to your cell, you're walking through cages of people. You know, these, these, these are individuals working out in the cages. And I remember just biting the inside of my cheek and just swallowing, trying to keep it together. Yeah. I, I just needed to make it to the cell.
1: Right.
4: Um, I got to the cell and I, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't cry for 30 days straight. Yeah. I'm talking huge teardrops. Like It, it was a devastating moment. Was, this was the first time your mom visited you? No, my mom would visit. She visited. Once in a while. Yeah. Okay, you said that. No, she visited regularly throughout my entire sentence. Absolutely, yeah. good shit. You know, my sister, uh, my grandparents, uh, okay. my brother. Yeah. Um. So at the end of those 30 days, like, it, you know, this is one of the moments where your life flashes before your eyes, you know? I'm contemplating what do I want to do with my life? Do I even want to stay here anymore, you know? Um, Fuck. And, and, and I made a, I made a decision in that in those 30 days, in that moment, that's... Uh, something's got to give something something has to, something's got to give the woman that I love the most in life they're having her memorial today and I'm sitting here and I can't even go say goodbye I can't even visit her that 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 broke my spirit right there
0: is this is this so this is while you're in Corcoran shoe yeah
4: okay and this is alone inside of a cell if you reach out and hey man I'm hurting like that's that's weakness that's blood in the water so I'm dealing with this alone quietly you know there's no hey, I'm contemplating doing something better with my life. You know, that's, oh, shit, you know, this dude's getting ready to go out ass backwards or something, you know, which wasn't the case. It's just I, I made a decision. Somehow I, I need to honor my grandmother's memory at this point. Sweet. And that's when it shifted. Something shifted in me at the, in, in that moment, in those 30 days.
0: Those 30 days, of what, what part are we in? What year are we in in this nine-year uh, shoe program in Corcoran?
4: Um... It's probably about halfway. It's about the halfway point. Okay. Yeah. Whew. So So um, I remember I, I, I wrote a, a request for an interview. It's called a community resource manager. They're in charge of all programs. And I kept writing and saying, hey, I want to do some programs. Uh, I, I need to learn about myself. I, I want to know why, why I'm doing this. Right. Why am I doing these things that I'm doing? At, at this point, I, I, I'm not necessarily going to stop, but I want to know why I'm doing it. You know, what. These things that i'm feeling um why and they said we don't have no programs we don't have no programs so i wrote a 602 which is a grievance form, asking for him. and the captain came to my door he said look we're not here to rehabilitate you we're here to break your spirit period oh, you know yeah. yeah so um i started writing my mom and asking for books you know um the narcotics anonymous book um, you know self-help books i'm kind of changing the, the tv shows i'm watching it was a slow process, you know. I, I'm I'm tangled up in, in these belief systems, you know. But I'm I'm slowly searching for something. I didn't know what. I didn't know what it looked like, but I, I was searching for something new at that point.
0: Yeah, it was a. Uh, it's crazy how sometimes seeds are planted from death. Yeah. Right. You know. You know the uh, big reason for my progress is last time I was down my my little sister died of cancer and I've never been felt weaker in the prison environment of my life, dog. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't locked in a cell where I can just be like put up on the shelf for a minute, right? And I'm not downplaying cats that are like that, you know what I mean? But when you're still trying to function in a circulating yard and shit, dog, um, in an in an emotional state, which I experienced, bro. You know I mean? It, it planted a big seed in my life, dog. Not that I didn't stop moving how I was moving at the time. because I think I was a little more aggressive because I was a little angry, dog, yeah. you know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. you know? But um, th- th- these are pivotal points, you know what I mean? Regardless yeah. of when the time happened that, because it was leading up, she passed. And when she passed, it was a relief, actually. Because, you know, she'd been on hospice, fighting cancer, this and that. Um,
4: and but, I get but, that. I and, get that what you say, that vulnerability. Yeah. Like, I get that.
0: You, you Felt you, vulnerable, dog. Yeah, like you, a you're in a
4: vulnerable home. state. Like, I just lost the love of my life. But when that door racks and we go out to yard in the cages, I got to put on. Absolutely. I can't allow none of that to show. I'm in the worst pain of my life, but I got to put on like nothing's bothering me. I can't let nobody know what's going on because they're going to expose that.
0: Like you said, blood on the water, dog. Yeah. And you can be in a pool of your own kind. But if you're bleeding and maybe there's somebody that, you know, don't care for you. Blood in the water. I mean, you never know. The shit happens, you know, whatever. But with everybody else in general, too. You know what I mean? I'm not just trying to put it on us, but, you know. No, and
4: yeah, if they can chop your head off to be taller than you, they'll do it. Yeah. You
0: know? Absolutely. And so, I'm going to say it like this, bro. I'm going to say, thank God, bro, you still had, you're only half ways through your shoe program. Yeah. I'll say, thank God for that, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not some big victory outreach dude, but I'm a (laughs) believer, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. I think that that was a a blessing in disguise at this point in your time, bro. For this to happen, the inevitable, right? Looking
4: back now, I I see it that way. Because it it, it wasn't going to end. That's that's probably the one thing that could have broke me right there. And it happened, you know? So, yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: So you start seeing things differently. You start uh, reaching out for help. (laughs) The fucking... Bro... I can't believe you got that response what you said a minute ago. You start reaching out for help. You're getting books from the family. Yeah. You know, how are we moving from there?
4: Um, another thing, too, my grandmother, every time she would write me three, four times a week, every time she would write me, she put a Bible verse at the, at the bottom of her letter. So every day I'd pull out one of her cards and I'd read that Bible verse, spend that time with her, you know, at the end of my bunk. Um, I end up, after writing, I end up getting my GED. It seems, uh, it seems something small, but to hang that up on my wall, like probably was like the first moment, like damn, like I, I did something that I was proud of that I could send home and, and feel good about myself. And that kind of, that triggered something in me, you know? And now I can go to college. I got maybe a GED now, um, but it, it was a slow process. I remember thinking to myself, I'm done. Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna whack anybody no more. You know, I'm not <laughs> doing none of this stuff, but I'll hold the straps. I'll pass them for you. This is my thinking at the time, you know? Yeah, you're negotiating
0: (laughs) within yourself how you can still feel good about the person that you built. Yeah, let me become
4: a better person, but I'll still, I want to keep you guys happy too. You know, I still want to function with you guys. And playing both sides of the fence is
0: not good. I mean, but at the same time, you know, I mean, uh, and I'm not saying you're playing both sides of the fence, but now maybe I can help in another way Still supporting the cause, sure. but you know, you know, helping out in the background maybe. You know what I mean? You know, keep me out of the fucking limelight. I've already been a couple, through a couple of these shoe programs, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like damn. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm kind of good right now. You know, um, yeah. I want to start working on some of the things. You know, I got my GED. Like you're looking beyond the walls now, bro. You're looking outside of yourself, bro. You're looking. You got hope now, bro. You're looking for a future now.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: for yourself even if it's in still locked in that thing you still have you, you you're changing your energy your frequency the way you put it over here now you're putting it over here now and i can imagine the, the the furious energy and and just fucking drive you have bro when you shift it bro it goes bananas on this side so what do you i mean how yeah. many college things did you get bro what did you do bro well at this time this
4: whole process that i'm going through it's all internal I'm i'm not telling nobody you know, absolutely. I mean, you can see it in my demonstration and my behavior, you know, how I do it, that there's something there's something different. But um, so I'm slowly just doing college courses through the mail. Um, you know, I'm doing a, there was a thing called prep. You're doing anger management and emotional intelligence. And, you know, you read and you answer questions, you send it back. And these are these ideas are foreign to me. You know, and I remember I got the NA. But it's like, hell of
0: interesting, though. Yeah, like yeah. They're,
4: they're saying in the NA, like you have to surrender. I'm, I don't surrender to nothing. You know what are you talking about? Like, yeah. you know, until I discover surrender is coming from a place of strength. So, but the fact remains, I'm validated. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna die in here. So this is purely to um honor my grandmother at this point. Like, it's not even, it, you know, it's not even about me. I want to be a good representation of her. But the fact remains, I'm going to die in this, in this box right here. And then the rumors of the hunger strike start coming around. That's cool. You know, um, prison focused newspaper, you know, we're reading articles. You know, it, it's coming up um, in the news. Um, and I'm on board. You know, it, it's, it's a peaceful hunger strike. And prior to the hunger strike, um, you know, the men in Pelican Bay came up with the most genius uh, concept called the agreement to end hostilities. And this is basically saying, uh, you know, throughout prison, we've been fighting each other for years. We're not gonna make any progress if we're warring with each other. It doesn't make any sense. So um, there was an agreement to end hostilities and, and, and we agreed to be peaceful, to be diplomatic. If we have trouble, we're not gonna go stabbing each other in the yard. We're gonna be diplomatic and we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about it. This is an evolved thinking. This is a completely new concept, genius. So that's in play right now. We're all on the same page. Bro, who comes up with that, bro? I mean, it, it it's it's a genius idea.
0: It was it was obviously a, a collaboration of minds because it, it takes a collaboration of minds to come up with this in order for everybody to have a a yeah. go with it, right? Yeah. yeah. And that is genius too, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, what
4: are we doing, man? We've been doing this for 30, 40 years and 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 we're sitting back here and we're fighting and nothing's and there's no progress being made. <sighs> And it, it was it was a trip too because the agreement to end hostilities was widely produced and distributed, and we we tried to get it put on memos and put in day rooms and and and, and the system wouldn't allow us to do that. Yeah, they said you do it through your little uh, you know newspapers and stuff like that. So once that was in play and everybody was on board, this is a new idea and because everybody was tired. We're doing it just because this is what it is to do. So with this new idea, people are on board and you could feel the shift across California prisons. You could feel it. And so now the hunger strike comes. Um, we, 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 we did that. Um, I was in Corcoran and um, you know it was happening Corcoran, Pelican Bay throughout the main line. It was happening everywhere. In the section that I was in, um, we went 46 days without taking a tray.
0: Um and this is in, but you prepared for it though.
4: Um yeah, people um uh, you know there were some neutral cells what we call them, people that were on medications that a hunger strike would probably kill them, you know, older and that. So you know, here hold, yeah. hold 30 packs of peanut butter or something. Nothing nothing to feed the troops by any means. You know, we're parceling this stuff out. Um and and I remember on the hunger strike each, each of us was the same. We're losing a pound a day. Um I ate absolutely nothing for 10 days. And I, I, I lost 16 pounds. And I remember they were doing these weigh-ins every other day, and Damn. you see these homies and, and, and these these different people walking around and look like Night of the Living Dead. They were I like like ghosts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was brutal. Wow. You know, and uh, I mean, even the officers at that point would come by and be like, "Man, you guys keep doing it." Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's statewide. There were 30,000 people that went on hunger strike.
0: Bro. Oh my God. I'm gonna say it like this, dog. I'm gonna give all my love, all my respect to the man that had to experience that, you know? Because that changed the system, yeah, you okay. know? You yeah. sacrificed yourself. The most selfless thing you can do as a fucking convict, anime, whatever you wanna label yourself as, I mean, bro, People they make TV shows, bro. Yeah. Uh, what is it called, Alone, on fucking Netflix. I got stuck on that shit. They put them on a motherfucking island. They give them a couple things. But, bro, Alona's got a way easier because you ain't got no forest to go hunt some food. You ain't got no lake to catch no fish, dog. You know what I mean? Like, damn, bro. That is the real deal right there, dog. You know what I mean? Like, fucking. I'm gonna die for this shit, this cause. Yeah. I mean, you can't you you gotta have both feet in. There's no half stepping at this point in time if you want this hunger strike and, and you making this fucking statement. And now you got the us, bro, on the team. And they're yeah. just like, bro, you guys are fucking animals. We thought we were badasses with our little badges on and our little green <laughs> outfits or whatever we <laughs> wearing. We thought we were badasses. but you motherfuckers are too hard for this yard, dog. You know what I mean? And yeah. you are gonna make a change across the state of California, dog. I mean, God damn it, dog! I mean, uh, you know, hey, bro. As they should, right? Oh yeah, As sure. they should, as they should, bro. You know, you came this far and doing all this other shit. This is cake to you, baby. Yeah. I mean, bro. So you said you went for what? Ten days with no food? I went ten days just just liquid, just the water. Who yeah. Damn, bro. No coffee?
4: No Folgers? Nothing? Yeah, I did drink coffee. Okay. I did drink coffee. And boy, that's gotta help
0: a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, dog. A little bit, dog.
4: And people died during that, you know, there, people lost their lives during that hunger strike too, you know. Um, but it went, I think, um, some buildings went longer than others, but I think the duration of it was two months. And I remember when we got word that they signed it, they signed the bill. <laughs> uh, and it was, you're. I mean, I did nine years. I, I, there were men back there for 30 years, you know. Yeah. 30, 35 years, you know, so... The bill signed and we didn't know what that looked like they called it they said we're gonna do a step-down program um, so you do six months in, in this program and you've got to work your way out so it was still in the hands of CCR so you know with them doing that you're not gonna work your way out they're gonna say "Hey, oh, we got some information you're gonna go back to the next step so um, the lawyers fought it they fought it and they said um, everybody that's been in the shoe longer than five years um, needs to be released immediately and it was insane. They started doing what they call special committees every Friday running twenty, twenty dudes. The ones that had been there the longest went to committee first and um and you're literally seeing guys like it, it pushing their property out to the main line. It was unbelievable. It, it was unbelievable. <sighs> wow, bro. I'm yeah. Thirty
0: five years, nine years, whatever the fuck the years is yeah. in, locked in those <laughs> caves, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, check it out. Let's do it like this right now. There's 919 people watching this shit right now. You know what I mean? Let's do it like this. The homie right here is in a halfway house. He's changed his fucking life. He's a different man. And we support that right here. Because check it out. If the governor and everyone, the board let him out, shit. Who am I not to accept him? They accepted him to get out and, 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 and try life again. Don't ever be quick to judge, dog. Because fucked up shit happens like that sometimes. And I'll say that for some people. The majority of the goonies, we love you, baby. And you know what it is. You know? Life's a struggle, life's a journey. And sometimes you take a crazy King, path. Man. I wanna take a break right now. But when I'm on this break, there's gonna be a cash app right there. All right? And if every single one of you guys can donate a dollar, $5, $10, we're gonna get homie some new clothes. Yeah, we're gonna give him the money straight, the cash. And Hell and there, and, and we're gonna we're going we're going straight to Walmart. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: nah, fuck Walmart dog. Nah. We're gonna hook him up. Nah, dude. we're Move going that, to motherfucking
0: Macy's, homie. We're gonna have this boy fly as fuck, dog. I'm just saying, if you guys feel in your heart you'd like to help him out. Only been out for 34 days, dog, 32 days, some shit like that. Drop some money, we're taking a break, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna see what happened after the hunger strikes. Let's go, baby. Thank you guys. Like, subscribe, all that good shit. We'll, we'll be back there it is right there cash out baby hood stocks let's go appreciate you guys thank you Got my girl gagged, keep back this stupid, gonna throw you through the glass. Broken windows, limo is nipple. she crazy, we crazy, another meth baby. I need to sober up, I'm tripping, she waking, I think I need some sleep. I'm losing my mind, catch me while I leap. I've been a bad man, yeah the devil's prayed to me, and I help get his way. He kept me worried boy, yeah the devil
3: said to me. Meet you one day. Yeah, I can't wait to meet you one day. I've been a bad man, yeah, the devil's played to me, and I'm going to get his way.
0: Yeah. Like, subscribe, baby. Let's go. Hook stocks. baby. We are trying to get these guys back in position. We're trying to get them back in position. K9 is over there fucking throwing up. Nah i nah, not. Nah. K9 was over there braiding his hair. <laughs> I ain't throwing up fuck yeah. Why would you be throwing up, sir? Nah, it's just a joke. Okay. Just nah. So we got so far we got $118. Thank you guys very much. You know what? I'll put it back real quick right here so you guys can see it again. Um, If you would like to help the homie with his new journey in life, donate donate right now to this cash app. Everything's gonna go to him tonight. I'm gonna transfer and then run down the street, pull it out, give it to him, put it in his the man's hand, and um, you know, hopefully he can use it. I'm sure he can use it in a lot of different areas, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, dog. And this has been a great, amazing story so far. We're not even, bro, what, what, are we not halfway through it? We're Probably not. not. Even halfway. Damn, we're just
4: breaking the motherfucking little chip on the iceberg, huh? Look, you're talking cash out. My sister just messaged me. You, you owe me $120.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what, bro? Let me see if I can find someone to put $120 right here, dog. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll call that right now. That's a negative, sir. <laughs> There's no $100 fucking cash apps. <laughs> Sorry, sis. <laughs> yeah. No, she, oh, I thought she said she donated it. No, she said you owe me $120. Oh, nah, <laughs> you got right here. <laughs> yeah. My bad, dog. Yeah, yeah. This is me, dog. I'm always in yeah. the defensive mode, yeah. dog. Yeah. This is, you know, dog, I gotta stop this shit. Like, what do you mean? I'm stealing from you? No. <laughs> oh, we had hundred, uh, $165 now. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that Ew. shit. Yeah. On, that's man. love. Yeah, that's love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Goon Squad. Thank you, guys. Keep it going. Let's get it to like six hundred dollars or something like that. We got—I mean, we got Pep. We got OG Pep right here. We got him like nine hundred dollars, dude. This dude got fucking. You let's know.
2: match that.
0: Let's match that, or at least let's go past that. <laughs> yeah, at least. Um, so you're a bro. You're at a fucking pinnacle moment in your life, bro. You know, I mean, you start thinking outside the box, right? You're thinking outside the box now. You're looking beyond the walls, bro, you know? And you're, you're changing your energy. I mean, you go through the fucking hunger strikes, bro. You know, they, they, all of a sudden, you see fucking dudes that have been locked in a fucking cage for 30, 35 fucking years, dog. They're fucking, they, they got their property, bro, and they're headed out to motherfucking freedom. Because that's what it is to them. It was like getting released, yeah. <sighs> yeah, you're getting released from prison. But they're just sending you to another prison.
3: Yeah.
0: Bro, that is, you getting released, you, bro, the joy. Can you imagine being locked up, dog? 30 years in a motherfucking cell, dog? Yeah. God damn it, I'm, I'm not asking you. because you, <laughs> I, can, I can't imagine. <laughs> sure, I could imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine. I don't know who I'm talking to. I might be talking to the bottle over there, dog. I apologize about that. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you, you get that motherfucking wine bottle over there? Um, anyways, it's going. We're at $216. Um, so you get out the shoe, bro. Where we go from the shoe, dog?
4: Um, the counselor, she walked to my door and she said, uh, wh- where do you want to go? And I, I, my heart, my heart hit hit the floor. You know where do you want to go? I said, where can I go? Like wh- what's available? She says, well, if you go to the mainline, to Corcoran right here, you'll probably get out by the night. I says, then I want to go
0: right here. Um, so so I they're, all, they're that's that's interesting. They're giving you options yeah. where you want to go yeah. from the shoe. Like yeah. that doesn't happen never, never, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, that don't happen never, dog. Hey, where do you want to go? Blah, blah, blah. And you're the quickest thing is where can you get me out of here quicker? The quickest way to open this door. You wanted the fuck out that bitch. Yeah. Your anxiety is fucking flowing, bro. Yeah. You can't even sleep, dog, because you know what you guys did was effective. It fucking applied the ultimate pressure of life, dog. And now you guys got yourself out of that bitch, dog.
4: Fuck yeah, dog. And the great thing about it, too, was the support that we got. Like, Jay Leno was talking about it, you know, on his show. Um, there there were organizations it was on al jazeera you know there were organizations everywhere that supported it so this was this was a, a bona fide movement that happened right here you know families to end solitary confinement uh, was formed um yeah it was a bona fide movement so when i got out i went straight to um to the main line right there in corcoran and um you know they you go to committee and they put you in a cell by yourself and and say how are you gonna cope out here so what do you mean? How am I gonna cope out here? You 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 not been not caring about me, you know?
0: All of a sudden, they were worried about your well being. Yeah, you, you motherfucker. Yeah,
4: yeah, you you caged me up uh, for for damn near a decade without a one fifteen, uh, just just based on what you think I'm gonna do. Yeah, based on a fucking kite. Somebody snitching. Yeah, and uh, now you. now you're gonna ask me, uh, you know, how I'm gonna cope? You know, so they says uh, we're gonna give you guys time, find a selling and let us know. Um, You know, so I found a celly but my main thing going out there. I wanted to this is the journey that I was on I wanted to get involved in self-help in the self-help. I wanted the therapy. I wanted the answers. I'm looking for a different way So when I went out there um, I moved different this time on the yard, you know, yeah, I go out there, you know, shake my hands pay my respects and You know go do the bars. I work out. My thing was uh, I, I didn't linger. I hit points. I worked out I went to my group. I went to school. I went to my cell,
0: you know you were hanging out with all the crowds, talking about all the fucking politics and shit.
4: Yeah, the, the same stories. You know, it, it, th- th- there was nothing new you can hear. You know, wh- wh- what Chato's doing over here and Chuko's doing over here, and it's there, it's nothing new.
0: Is it safe to say you lost the excitement about the whole game? It
4: was gone. I mean, I I, I was defeated at the loss of my grandmother. Um, you know, I, I took a step back. And I was I was exhausted with it. I was exhausted with it. Um, so I, I started going, going into groups, learning new concepts, you know, um, new ideas. Um, this is the time when the Anti-Recidivism Coalition had started what they called the Hope and Redemption Team. And for the first time in my life, I watched two lifers that had been released walk into there and, and they held groups. Uh, one was called Criminal Gang Members Anonymous. They, they, t- they told me about a lifestyle
0: addiction. I had never heard that phrase in my life, a lifestyle addiction. Wow. You know what, bro? They need to offer that same fucking... That, that same uh, practice, bro, out here, bro. Yeah. Bro, what is it? Gang-banging criminal... What is it? Criminal Gang Members Anonymous. Bro, that's a real thing, dog. Yeah. I went through that shit, and I hit it cold turkey this time out, bro. And I'm not getting into my shit, but I'm just saying, bro, yeah. like... That is the lifestyle. Kicking the lifestyle was like a fucking yeah, lifelong yeah. fucking heroin addiction. No, absolutely harder
4: than that. Yeah, absolutely. And even if you choose to still be in the lifestyle, I think you should know that. So, because you know, at, you know, once I evolved into to the place that I am now, I would ask youngsters on the yard, "Why would you join a gang?" And they say, "I don't know." I say, "You're in jail. You you're in jail for twenty five to life for your gang. You don't even know why you did it." Yeah. That's not good. You know
0: yeah that's it, it it's a little disappointing hearing that shit dog because uh I can always say why I joined a gang, like I always knew what it was, but maybe there's some cats that just catch it on the limb or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, or maybe the development of the brain and yeah. you know the senses and all the above is just not developed enough, right but yeah, and who wants
4: to say I was sad, I was lonely i wa- I wanted to be loved. You know, who who's gonna stand up and admit that? I I, I just wanted to be loved. I wanted to pat a back. You know, and I would have done anything for it, up to and including murder. You know? <laughs> Nobody wants to admit that. And it's it's a trip too. One thing I I don't know. And remember, you just admitted that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing that I, I don't know when I took note of it, but the one thing that's the most common in every visit room across California is you don't see dads. You know, guys are missing dads. That's that's the most common thing, and if you're not growing up with the same-sex parent, then it's a problem. You're gonna learn manhood somewhere. Yeah. You're gonna seek it out somewhere. You're gonna find it, And, and and the gangs are always there, ready to go. And I understand it. You know.
0: I mean, you gotta understand something to move past something. Yeah. You know, because when you have a full understanding of something, then it's in your head now. You know weighing out the shit, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and is, is it tilting in the right direction? If it's not, well, all right, well, maybe it's time to try something else out. Yeah. You know?
4: And it's a trip. As, as I'm learning things, I, I realized at this point how, how deeply ingrained these beliefs were, how to peel them out of you. They're, they're,
0: every aspect of my life was, was devoted to that. Let me ask you a question real quick, bro. If your grandmother would have not passed, would you be out right now?
4: Um, I, I don't think I would, you know why? Because my grandmother always showed me unconditional love no matter what I did. So I, I, I saw it was always sort of like a safety net for me,
0: no a matter, mental a mental safety yeah, net. Yeah. If,
4: if I have to do nine years in, in in a shoe in a box, as long as I got grandma, those, those letters will keep me afloat. That was enough for me, you know, so I, so I always fell back on that. So when she was gone, that safety net, uh, I was in free fall. Yeah. And I hit the ground. I smacked that shit hard, you know. I smacked that rock bottom hard when she wasn't there, you know. So um, you know, it's a difficult truth, is yeah. That that had I don't want to say it had to happen. It happened, and that was the that was the pivot for me in that life.
0: So how far out are we to catch and parole? From this point of time, getting out of out so the shoe,
4: we're we're at about two two thousand and sixteen at this point. So I'm doing groups. Uh, I'm learning new ideas. Um, you know, kind of you know, a law passed called SB two hundred and sixty, which basically said um, anybody under the age of eighteen, uh, we're going to give you a genuine opportunity to parole if you do this, because juveniles' brains are not fully formed; they're they're not making conscious decisions. Uh, their youth, they're impulsive, you know, they're erratic, their behavior. And and the science caught up. And uh, it was the anti-recidivism coalition, a lot of people that pushed and, and that law passed with um, yeah, Caesar Zuniga, a
0: big part of that. It was a huge part of that, you know. Um Caesar, baby. Hey. hey. Mohawk man, baby. Trying to keep his eyes open. <laughs> yeah. I see them over there. Yeah. Let's go back right here. So
4: now 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 there's there's a real light at the end of the tunnel right now. So not only was I working prior to that, now I'm I'm really engaged in this process. And I was coming in from the yard one time and I, I, I seen a flyer on the wall that said a positive change dog program. They're talking about bringing dogs on the yard. You can train dogs and stuff like that. Uh, Corcoran was probably one of the most vicious yards in, in California at that time. It, that yard was cutthroat that we were on. And so I'm thinking they're not gonna have no dogs, but hey, uh, I'm moving different now. I'm open to sign, so I sign my name up. And uh, I'll be damned if a month later um, my mentor and my great friend, his name is Zach Scow, came walking on the yard with a pit bull. And he, uh, the whole yard stopped. He walks up on the yard, and, and, you know, I'm trying to move in the yard, and, you know, I'm trying to go around sexy, trying to find a neutral section because, you know, he's walking through uh, – Crips and Bloods and you know just areas with with no care no concern no I can't I can't move that way so I so I I walk up to him and the dog has a big old gash on his head I said man what happened to him he said man he got hit in the head with a hammer I said damn I've been hit in the head with a hammer that's crazy <laughs> you know so I said can I pet him I leaned down and I pet the dog and it was just like the look that the dog gives you like it, it was a I can only describe it as a spiritual experience for me at that point I said I want to be in this program he said I look forward to you doing it. Uh, they came back two months later, and I was assigned a dog, uh, a German shepherd, uh, shepherd uh, puppy rescue named Flynn, three months old. He lived in my cell, spent three months with me. I learned how to train him. Uh, they would come in um, twice a week, teach us the training techniques, give us homework, and then and then come back. But we lived with the dog. I'm walking around this yard. <laughs> There's seven dogs, and I there was bet 15 that shit of us.
2: fucking helped y'all a lot, though. Shit. I mean, like, it's undescribable. Like the therapy that it did for you with yeah. the dog, and it's all like, fuck yeah. And here's shit. the
4: connection that I made. All the reasons that I joined a gang, you want love, you want acceptance, you want unconditional love. I'm getting all this from this dog. I wake up in the morning, he's sitting there just, what are we doing today?
1: Hell yeah. What's
4: going on? I could leave for a minute and I come back. He's back.
2: What are we doing I could, today? I could, I could do fucking 10 years with a fucking yeah. dog in myself. Yeah. Shit. yeah. And, and, and I'm
4: learning responsibility. I got a human life to take care of at this point. A human life, a dog's life, you know.
0: You know, dogs love peanut butter, bro.
4: <sighs> there was
0: the, there was uh, a nonstop would, peanut look butter look joke. That like joke. That was the joke on the yard.
4: They used to have a sign: "No peanut butter for the dog traders." Like, <laughs> yeah, they 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 were whooping us with that one right there. Like, um,
0: I don't know, bro. I might have fucking violated a dog dog if it was me. I don't know, dog. <laughs> After all, all that time. couple times. Let me get some of that kibbles and bits. <laughs> get your little fluffy ass over here. Fucking hack, hack,
1: hack. are
0: like, uh, sell 52. What was yeah, it, 53 something? Yeah, yeah, fucking unlock the door. He's violating the... No, Yeah, You going to the shoe. You're going to the shoe. What are you in there for? Uh, yeah.
4: yeah. Sorry so about that, bro. That's a hell of a 114 right there, too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know... Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, we train the dogs and, um, you know, I'm meeting people, uh, you know, uh, these dog trainers, they're, they're committed to us. Um, you know, they're showing us so much love. They're still my friends today. They're still my mentors today. Uh, That's you know, dope. Yeah, Zach Scow, John Flores, Lisa Marquez, um, amazing people, you know, that, that are so influential in my life. So we're training these dogs and they're getting adopted out to people in the community. The two dogs that I trained were adopted by my mom and my sister. I was reunited with them when I paroled. Oh, you love, wow. yeah,
1: that's, yeah. that's, yeah. Dope, that's cool. Dog. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. dope, bro. That's dope, bro. That's dope, That's dope, dope bro. Because
2: yeah. you but you you build a connection with them, and then for you to fucking get out, you you got that. And it
4: took him that when when I when I walked in, he came and he sniffed for about three seconds and went berserk, berserk. <laughs> yeah, best feeling in the world. Oh man. my god, that's so, amazing. Yeah, so um. This this is what I do today. Uh, You know, I'm a dog trainer. Um, Pretty soon I'm gonna start working at LA Canines. I'm still in touch with all these people. Dogs are my life. Uh, They changed my life. Um, It's what I do. Um, Whether I made millions of dollars or or, or tens of dollars, this is what I've dedicated my life to. Uh, Helping dogs and you can help people, um, you know, through doing that. You know, people that are in need, there's nothing better than a dog. I can train a dog that, Know, will be compatible with a person for whatever his need is, which is basically essentially what I've dedicated my life to.
0: Training dogs. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Yeah. New purpose. Yeah, absolutely. New purpose. Yeah, absolutely. A valuable asset, right? To add it to the community, back into the community. Yeah. After 29 years, bro. And that's what it is.
4: I, I mean, I, I feel a moral obligation to do that. You know, I've taken so much from so many people. Um, it, it's my duty. To, to, to give back, to to put good and positivity out there. Um, and, and I'm going to do that for as long as, as I'm on this earth.
0: Let's go, baby. Let's go. You know, bro, I want to tell you thank you so much, my G, yeah. for blessing the platform, bro, being vulnerable, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, when dudes come on this platform and they're as fresh out as you are, you know, a couple days over a month, yeah. I mean this is this is not when we all, we want to hear all our stories but this is as real as it gets as fresh as it gets bro yeah. you know what i mean like this these emotions this story bro i mean was very passionate brother and i think a lot of people are going to get some good messages out of this i hope so yeah i think they're going to get a good message from this bro because that is our it's our purpose bro to provide hope and some, unfortunately, at times, people that have lived such a, you know, a horrific part of time in their life, hey, but for what they did, right? Sure, absolutely. You know, do the crime, pay the time. Some people may not agree with certain things and releases and whatnot. We get that. And your, your opinion is respected right here, 100%. But this dude right here, this was a fucking amazing story, brother. I, appreciate I like it. Yeah. thoroughly oh, yeah. fucking enjoyed this shit, dog. Come on, baby. Come on, let's go. Let's go, dog. This
3: shit was oh, homie, a movie.
0: Yeah, this shit was a motherfucking movie, dog. Yeah. I mean, bro, you have such a, like, I get it, bro. You know what I mean? You The dog thing is just really what just, like, we didn't even talk about living with the dog and all that other stuff, dog. But we, but we get the gist of it, dog. You know what I mean? Of what it can. When what it what it can happen from all these years being without any intimate bonds, and all of a sudden having an intimate bond with a puppy that is under your care, all yeah. of a sudden, all these years, all of a sudden you got a baby that yeah. you got to take care of, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You got a baby, bro. That's just crazy as fuck, dog. This dude that has been just fucking put up on the dark shelf, dog. For tons of years, bro, all of a sudden has to care for something more than his self, bro, right? In this egomaniac fucking type of environment, bro. Like, that's, that's humbling, bro. That's that taught you a lot of shit. Yeah, you I, you described it
4: perfect right now. Fuck.
0: Man, that's crazy. It taught you a lot of shit, dog. Yeah. Not only, speaking of shit, not only do you got a shit... This dog's got a shit, too. <laughs> and I got to clean it up. Yeah, and that's the, on yeah. you.
4: And the, no, the, the experiments fundamentally changed me at, like, at my core as a human being. And it came right at the right moment. You know, uh, everything happens for a reason. You know, the dogs came into my life. Um, at the time, too, I, for good behavior, I got an override to a level three yard. Um, you know my my mother and sister were put back on my visit list they were taken off you know i reunited with them uh you know i met my fiance an fiance an amazing woman she's my backbone so how she many years happened.
0: let's talk about the fiance baby let's go let's go but in a positive light absolutely <laughs> um <clears throat> prior to getting out how long was she with you
4: uh we became friends we were actually friends in uh 2017 okay um 2017, uh, 2018, um, we lost contact for a short amount of time, but uh, we had a really close friendship. And then uh, actually on January 11th of 2020 is when we decided to explore the possibility of a relationship.
0: And this is prior to you getting out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
4: yeah she, <clears throat> she was there throughout the COVID and uh, super supportive of my change. Um, uh, made it a point to make sure that I lived comfortable in there.
0: Um yeah. That, uh, that helps out a lot, bro. Yeah, for yeah sure. that's lovely. MC, yeah. And so being gone from having a sex life, bro, yeah. for all those years, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, do you lose the drive, bro? <laughs> or is the no. jack off game impeccable <laughs> and we got every fucking hood rat on the yard in my cell, you, you know, know what I yeah.
4: mean? Uh no, the drive's not lost. It just if if you don't If you haven't eaten a hamburger in 29 years, you're not,
1: it's just like,
4: okay, I haven't eaten a hamburger. There's no hamburgers available. You're not, yeah, you're not missing out on nothing you can't have. But if I get out and you take me to In N Out, like, uh, I'm going to tear that hamburger up. (laughs) (laughs)
0: There we go, baby. There we go. Ah! We got nothing but animals in this right. bitch, dog. Hoodstocks we're One of a kind, dog. We one of a kind around this bitch, dog. You know what I mean, face to face, we ain't Skyping fools with fucking this and that on from another fucking planet, dog. We get these dudes up and close, dog. Like, I can feel this dude's fucking vibration, and it's strong. Hell yeah. I could imagine when this dude was, uh, you know, in that prime of that lifestyle. He's a, he was a motherfucking problem, as he said. Yeah. He was a problem. Like, we got them dudes in the yards. We were like, yeah, that's the homie Goofy right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that boy's a problem <laughs> right there. Mm-hmm. When motherfuckers talk about certain homies, they'll be like, that boy's a problem right there, dog. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, that motherfucker right there, like, yeah, that's the homie right there. You know what I mean? And when they emphasize homie, you know what I mean? You're yeah, like, yeah. all right, that's what's up, dog. That's yeah. homie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dog. Like, you know what it is, dog. And they'll yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I don't really talk to that guy. You know what I mean? Oh, then they're just like, huh. Hey, you know what I mean? But it's funny because, you know, living in that type of environment of men, I mean, they, even men get catty. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, there's yeah. there's different, like, you know, dudes. I mean, not everybody wakes up on the so- right side of the motherfucking bunk, dog. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? But that's another story, bro. This has been amazing, brother. Thanks. I love this, dog. We have gotten $342. I'm going to put this up one more time. We about to end this podcast. If you would like to donate... Right? All cash is going to go to the homie Brian... And um, we're gonna, K9. Would you stop no, that shit, kidding. dog? <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it! We well, need to get his ADHD hey, medicine man. in here as quick as possible, dog. <laughs> Boy got ants in his pants. Oh, we need to do phone calls. You want to take a couple phone calls? Sure. Yes, Let's sure. take a phone. Fo- damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would somebody help me out right here, dog? Oh, damn, phone dog. Phone Let's take a couple phone calls, Lay dog. On
2: canine, God
0: on damn, damn it, dog! I apologize, <laughs> man, I fucking, <laughs> man. I would have fucking man. I would have done the platform dirty if I didn't do punk My bad, brother. It's all good. Damn, like, dog. Stop thinking about peanut butter. <laughs> Even bro. the peanut butter and the dogs. <laughs> can't wait to get home. I,
2: I just
0: made that spread with peanut butter. You know what? Small butter. dogs are the best for the peanut butter peanut jar. Dog. Large dogs, I mean, yeah. they start eating your ass. You know what I <laughs> mean? And it's just like, bro, you violated me now, bro. I'm going to keep my dogs away peanut from you, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I call it a peanut butter man-witch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, they're so good!
0: <laughs> oh shit! Hey, put that. Hold on. On, hey, on. Give him a mic, dog. Say that one more time. Give him the mic, dog. Hey, hey give, give Mohawk Math the mic, dog. Say that one more time, dog. Hold on. Peanut butter sandwich is the business. I just had one the other day. A peanut butter sandwich, dog. Hey, I can make it with. You put some peanut butter and some of those. I will eat that piece of chocolate from the joint. Hey, yeah. I can make mole in there like nobody's business. Bro. <laughs> I believe you, dog. But I was talking about peanut butter between my fucking cachetes, dog. <laughs> I did not oh, need to hear shit. that, but we already have a history with German Shepherds. So. <laughs> <laughs> it like, we are, This is uh, it just got super uncomfortable. Yeah, all right, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> uh, you know mean? You Phone, sleep hey, sleep you on a, yeah, you're on a futon, fold it down, take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> go back to sleep, now. Nah. <laughs> no, <Nah>, this <laughs> fucking be done. Love you, baby. That's the homie Mohawk right there. Oh, there we go. Phone calls, baby. Let's go. Um, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us.
1: Hey, what's up, Lucky? What up, homie? Big
2: shout out to you, K9, Lonely. Hey, Lonely, I think it's fucking, it's fucking amazing what you're, what you're talking about and shit, you know. you, you you're putting the homies up you know, on a better light, like, change the perspective. You did a lot of time. I commend you for everything you said tonight. All three of you guys are when I thought you. On those on me.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that, thank you. Absolutely, dog
2: you down. You're
0: down. Ah, I'll yeah. fuck with him. <laughs> see if he's still. I see how fresh he's out. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> hey, you gotta go three blocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Three blocks. Throws the cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us, baby.
2: What's up, man? This is just the Pepe, homie.
0: Ah, fuck you, Pepe. Pepe. What the fuck you want, Pepe? Pepe? Nah, Pepe. You better not ask nothing stupid, you motherfucker. Nah, go ahead, Pepe. What's up, doggy? Uh,
2: actually, a very interesting uh, guest you have there. A very threesome story. Uh, unlike the other rapper you had, that was, all he, all he said was, you feel me? Like, every, like, a hundred times. Like, <laughs> That's
1: right,
0: Pepe. Thank you, Pepe, for a fucking... That's
2: be easy That's I want to ask him a question about uh, his family. Yeah. Uh, when, were they waiting for him when he uh, got out of the pizza were they like uh, or did he still talk to his relatives like his cousins, uh, uncles, mom, parents
4: yeah um, um. my mom, my sister, my nephew and my dog were waiting for me in the parking lot uh, yeah. yeah they were to pick me up you feel me
0: you feel me? boy, the boy is too sharp, dog. Boy is too sharp, dog. who needs a Kanye salad chopped up right now, dog? He's got a sharp knife right here. I mean, you feel me? Ugh, the boy is too ill for the motherfucking. You too hard for the yard, baby. That shit is hard, dog. Shit, I talk. Well,
2: well, that's good, yeah, that one guest was like, you feel me, type that. I, I thought I was gonna kill
0: myself. Bepe, like- bye. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're on Hoodstocks, talk to us. Hey, me. man, shout out to all y'all, bro, but I just wanna say, bro, you should get Mr. Bayaso from Seattle up on this motherfucker.
0: Okay. Yeah, dog. Have them reach out to me, bro. Like I, a lot of people say this shit, dog. And you know what, dog? Everybody knows if you on my Instagram, I put it out once in a while. Who do you want to see on the platform, bro? And people tag people. So if you get on my Instagram at Lucky Sun Zoo, bro, when I do that, you can tag them. And honestly, bro, yeah, yeah. I I hit every single one of them motherfuckers like a fiend, dog. Like ha ah, You know what oh, I mean? Hey, yeah, and, and, and I peep it out, and I'll be like, all right, this dude might sound interesting. And it doesn't matter about the numbers, bro. It matters about the content of what I see painted in front yeah, of me. So give
2: good Yeah, I don't care about numbers, baby.
0: What else? Noches, my G. Thank you, brother. Yeah, they were. It was blowing up left and right. A minute, still coming. We're at uh three hundred and forty-two dollars and ninety-seven cents and shit, mm-hmm. dog. You know what I mean, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come with this dude for. I'm gonna have him like thirty-four dollars and ninety-five cents. He'd be like, Hey, dog, you owe me two cents, homie. <laughs> you hey, don't fuck with this dude right here. You're on hoodstocks. Talk to us.
3: Hey dog, um how does a black now find out that she's pregnant?
0: <laughs> I don't know, dog. She goes to church as chicken. What is it, dog? Tell me. Where
3: she pulls up the tampon and all the cotton is thick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, come on, bro. That shit wasn't even wow, funny, wow, dog. Wow. Look at me. Wow. Wow. Dog, that shit was horrible, bro. Straight up. And you don't call in with no racist jokes, yeah, dog. dog. Unless it's on. the people of color on this channel, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> then it's cool. Even though we talk shit right yeah. here, right? You know what I mean? But don't be that dude, bro. That because blank. I got your number that now, bro. Blank. Yeah. Put him out and hate him on his fucking voicemail. Um, bro, this has been dope, dog. We're done with the callers. Thank you so much, brother. Man, I thank you for this opportunity.
4: Yeah, I, I really do.
0: Let me get this last one. It's from Kansas City. Yeah. And I just just cause I seen the state. <laughs> Go ahead, you're on Hoodstocks. Last phone call.
2: Yo, what up, what up? There's a question for Brian. Uh, what type of music did you listen to like, before you went to the Pintahs? And then when you got out, like, how was, uh, how was that transformation? Because you've uh, been in there for so long. I mean, that's crazy.
4: Yeah, my musical taste has evolved. But uh, before I went in, um, Tupac. Uh, and when I got out, Tupac.
0: Hey, there we go, baby. Well, you know we're gonna play after the podcast, Tupac homie. Shit, say yeah. no more, dog. That's the biggest right, request we've ever gotten right here. All right, bro. Good question, Thank dog. Good question. Good question. I mean, in the best food that you've had since you've been out.
2: Yes, that's what I wanted to ask.
4: Um, my brother took us all out. Uh, my family, my mom, my sister, my friends, uh, my fiance, my nephews. Uh, you know, Adrian. We all went to Outback Steakhouse and. Um, yeah. The lobster, like I, I never had lobster.
2: Surf and turf.
4: Damn.
1: Whoa. And and they,
4: yeah. She's what kind of steak? How do you like your steak? You know, I look at my girl like, oh, what? I don't even know what that means. You know, what? <laughs> like it's sexy. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Family. But yeah. Medium uh, well. So far,
0: yeah. That that the, the steak and, and the lobster. You know, bro, you're gonna have the hardest time, dog. And I'll say this right now, dog. You may have a hard time, in 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 a and maybe in a relationship, bro. You know what I mean? You know, real life, coming out and shit, dog. Relationships are hard, dog. And and there's a lot of elements that are put in front of you further and further as you get out. We, I mean, you got social media. So much shit is accessible and shit, dog. Yeah. And I think at this point in time in life, dog, I mean, I don't know the statistics of it, dog, but I believe relationships would possibly be on the downslope. Right, but relationships are so hard because there's uh, there's so much temptation out there, and you being and I'm not trying to fucking uh, 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 jinx your relationship, but but then again, think about the female, the female that's in a relationship with a man that's been down for 29 years. You know what I mean? Are you are you fully committed? Are you prepared for this caliber of an individual to ride be a ride or die side to side 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 to side type of dude? Right? Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like that's that's gotta be. Uh, I mean, but there's bigger things to worry about, bro. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of other things. I'm not downplaying a relationship if you're in a relationship, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I don't know. I'm just, you know, but, but, but you know what I mean? There's a lot of, like, I mean, are you getting therapy, bro? How about that? Um, yeah, there's a lot of therapy
4: that's, uh, you know, available in the transitional housing that I'm in. Uh, you know, I continue to, to uh, be a part of the Narcotics Anonymous Fellowship, um, and, you um, you know, in terms of the relationship, um, you know, I fell in love with my best friend. I'm at a stage in life where, I, you know, I know what I want in life. And, um, and it, it, yeah, it, this transition stage is extremely, the, the numbers um, are not good for relationships. It's difficult, but, you know, we're in an amazing place. Um, you know,
0: she's an amazing person. Yeah, and it seems like if, it, if a female was in a relationship with you, she can't be half-stepping because, I mean, a dude like you would say, hey, my word is bond, right? Like, like I, I don't talk this shit, I walk this shit, well, right? I, I'm coming out 29 years,
4: you know, in, in some of the worst penitentiaries in California, and I'll be the first to admit, she's the boss. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she's the boss. and and that feels
0: good to have a a boss that you're in love with opposed to a correctional officer you're like fuck you bitch you know what I mean being the boss of your movement and shit like that so I mean that's gotta be the greatest boss somebody that you fell in love with bro and salute to you Mm. on that brother and I wasn't trying to catch you up or slip you up you know what I mean but but I think it's a real thing because there's dudes at this point in life like me dog you know what I mean like sometimes we don't love is hard bro absolutely love is hard especially if you ain't been like taught it. like there's proper ways to love there's proper ways to react to situations you know what I mean and I'll be the first one to admit dog to this day dog I don't have that shit not even 50 percent right dog yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like dog you don't ever stop like evolving you're a smart dude so you're probably gonna fucking just like blow past me, dog. And I'm going to be like, hey, Lonely, what up, dog? I mean, <laughs> you passed me up with the love bus, dog. You know Take <laughs> I mean? no, me up work. and teach me some things, <laughs> yeah. bro. No, you read all them books, dog.
4: Yeah, it takes work, man. But, you know, we're committed and, and we're moving through it together. And and so far, it's it's been really good.
0: Amen to that. Your last statement out of Hoodstock's podcast on this motherfucking magnificent day in fucking this dude's life, our life. I mean, every day when we share a, a a journey like this dude, it is bro, like this is just the ultimate bro of Hoodstocks, bro. These type of stories, dog, is the level of Hoodstocks, dog. You know what I mean? Like this is like bro, like this message has been it's been powerful, bro. And it's important, bro. And kids are gonna learn lessons from this. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you very much. This has been dope, dog. Yeah. Uh, did I give you the last statement out of here? No. Um, I just
4: want to say, in, in 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 telling my story, there was no attempt on my part to to glorify anything. These are the stages that, and, and this is where it ends up. You know, that's why I was trying to be honest and vulnerable and tell. Like I, I was miserable during those stages of my life, yeah. and you hit a stage in your life where you realize, like, I've been dragging my family, I've been hurting people, and that's that's it's, it's a miserable end. It ends in death. It ends in prison. It ends up you living in a box. So uh, today, that's all I want to do. Put out positivity. I want to help people. I want to make amends in my life. Uh, I'm extremely grateful to Hoodstocks I'm lucky I appreciate you giving me this opportunity to share my story K9 as yeah. well man
0: thank you love you my awesome dude. love you dog and anything we can do for you bro Ditto. I mean this is this. yeah thank you bro I mean this is uh, a network this is an outlet we connect a lot of dots in the background but we got the big dog you know Caesar. we got Peps OG Peps from Highland Park Caesar. Watts Mohawk Matt you know the motherfucking model dog sexy motherfucker dog right? look at him kiss him in his mouth right now dog you know what I mean <laughs> Shit, I'll end up with a face tattoo if I kiss him too long, yeah. dog, you know what I mean? You gotta watch out when you kiss Mohawk Matt, dog, you know what I mean? you be like, what the fuck, that's my first yeah, face yeah, tattoo, yeah. I kissed him too long. Uh, love you guys, thank you guys so much for your support, yes. we are out of here. Yeah, thank you K-9 too, everybody give it for K-9, yeah, baby. K-9. K-9, yeah, yeah. yeah. first yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hey, the guy spoke, you spoke, we put him in the middle, dog, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, tell us how you think, and uh, we'll,